Material Components. Episode 51, Mr. Emberlight and the Haven Guard. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, how you doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Yes. <laughs> how are you doing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. What? Yes. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, I am Olivia, and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I am Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. And I am Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And as always, I would like to begin this session the same way I begin every session, by asking all of you, if you remember, what happened last time? A whole, whole bunch of stuff. We got to Stormhaven. Whoop, whoop. I mean, on a purely physical level, that is kind of all that happened. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's Sum pretty it much up. all that happened to Grawl. So... <laughs> That's... Oh, he made it to true. Stormhaven. <laughs> Good episode, guys. <laughs> cool. I'm out. Peace. Actually, Grawl did... Uh, an interesting little bit of research. Uh, admittedly, yes, it wasn't a very growl heavy episode, but uh, there was ve one very interesting little tidbit that Grawl learned in his research in the archive. I'm guessing you have better, no remembering what that was. Didn't you, didn't you roll a one on that and research yeah, the Yeah, he did there. sort of fuck up. Yeah. yeah well, that was the yeah, first yeah, research yeah, no. attempt. Yeah, there was also the Jarashir thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I just didn't roll super duper. Well, I rolled okay. I got some info uh, about the Jarish here, but it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. It was helpful, but not in, I don't think in the way that uh, I thought it would be. So, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. But other than that, do any of you remember, have recollections about what happened last time? Besides, you know, getting to the city? Um, we had another just bad conversation, bad, upsetting conversation with Darren Dunn. Yeah, we, we need to stop doing that. <laughs> it's just, it just never goes well. I was yeah. texting uh, Elliot the next day and I was like, I just, I'm so sad for this guy, but like, dude, please. <laughs> Every time we talk to you. Mm -hmm. um, He's a fine. sad guy. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Uh, God, yes. I'm so distracted. Oh, Sid found out that this bar is like uh the the hangout of some gang. It shouldn't be the hangout of yeah the queens uh queensmen. Um, they're generally in uh nightside, if I'm not mistaken. Or at least yeah. that's how I understood it. That is how you remember it. Yes. Yeah. Um and. I was awoken in the middle of the night to get a new holy weapon, which I did. You did do that. And 
got bit by a church. snake and somebody was like, no, I'm going to cloak was being stupid and noble, like a stupid noble cloak. <laughs> yes, while performing the ceremony to acquire a new holy weapon uh, at Netta's insistence after she learned that you had lost the lance you were given upon your initiation into the beginning steps of the Thunder Guard. Oh, I didn't lose it. I abandoned it willfully. <laughs> All true things. Oh. Like but you uh, got yourself a new holy weapon, the, the newly christened Ashura. A long sword that was once used to attack you via animating magic is now inscribed with pictograms and symbology of the old Jarashir ways, perhaps. Mm. Yep. So, good times. Yeah, hold his balls. But yes, on top of that, you had a uh, combo of convos with Darren Dunn, uh, which basically boiled down to him being upset that Cherish and Sid are just so angry at things. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, like sure, but like a, like I'm seventeen, which. I have been saying Cherish is 19, and I don't remember when I started doing that, but she definitely isn't. You're definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. Uh, so. Well then. I'm 17, I'm angry at everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and maybe this is just because I'm playing one of those characters, but I feel like Cherish and Sid have pretty justifiable reasons to be upset. Including what happens later in this episode. Yeah, probably. And we shall see. Time. Yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, Sid is the one who was 19, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. I think that's why. I think I just like was like, oh yeah, Cherish and Sid are the same age. No, that's not no. true. <laughs> yes, because Sid was already born by the time you came from hell. From hell! <laughs> <laughs> so yes, after a an evening spent having slightly depressing conversations and getting new holy relics and doing research in strange dream realities, Sid woke up to find a strange note planted in his room. Yep. If you remember what that said. I do. Uh, well, I mean, I wrote it down. Um, That's good. Someone's been jumping uh, to green, uh, green rocks, which is a, a common phrase uh, in Stormhaven. Uh, and the second half says it's about time they were pulled down. So somebody thinks I'm jumping up uh, into higher echelons of society and they don't feel like uh, maybe they don't feel like I deserve it. I don't know. And then there's the initials JM, which I've thought about nonstop since the last episode. And I think I know exactly who it is. Mike. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that's we'll, good. Yeah. I might be wrong, but I don't think is, I am. It is Juliana Margulies. I knew it. Uh huh. <laughs> That's the one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Could be no other. I'm yeah. very excited, actually, to find out. <laughs> yeah. I did so, like yes. our, 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 our one that we wanted it to be. but <laughs> <laughs> Upon Can't finding be. that note, you went downstairs at the inn you were staying at, yeah. the, the Laughing Spirit, and it is there you noticed a, a child fleeing into the street, following this child as 
Sid is wont to do, you. Yes. <laughs> so when you, well, when you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all have our faults. Uh... <laughs> That's not a good one. <laughs> you discovered that that child was, in fact, narking you out to the local Haven Guard. Last thing he'll ever do. Wait. Jesus. <laughs> Wait, whoops. God, this You're look in. keeps getting worse. Uh, I follow kids into the streets so I can kill them. What the fuck? And if they tell fuck anyone, the I'm sure they Fuck the heroine. the new <laughs> Stormhaven serial uh, killer. It's, 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 it's Sid from the future coming back um, to, like, murder himself. Oh, God, wouldn't that be good? Infamous. Oh, like, no, no, he has to go back in time because there's more kids in the past because he got rid of all of them in the future. Right. It. It's we'll not it enough out. that I killed all the kids in the future. <laughs> yeah. You have to kill all kids! <laughs> Oops, all kids. Oh, uh, no. Okay. That's Appreciate all the last, these ideas, y'all. Thank you. That's the last yeah. story in the Horatio Emberlite book. Uh, yeah. Oops, Horatio Emberlite <laughs> murders children. Oh, good. <laughs> Can't wait to read it. That's why it's yeah. that's why it's been missing. <laughs> it was banned. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Good book. Finally, <laughs> when the Haven Guard saw Sid approaching and asked him to identify himself, he loudly and proudly did. And then he was yes. informed that he is under arrest Which, for mean, the illegal seizure of property from House Thornway. It didn't happen that way, though. It's so weird. That is just what these Haven Guard are saying, and that is where we leap into now with two members of the Haven Guard, hands on truncheons, approaching you as you stand in front of the Laughing Spirit. Sid uh, Emberlight, I, what do you do? What's up? I, the, the first thing I'd like to do is take in my surroundings. Is it just the two guards, or are there people around me? It is Jesus the Christ. early morning on the city uh -huh. streets of Stormhaven. You are in the Dustwater District, not yes. far from the entrance to the city proper. Uh, mm -hmm. As such, there are lots of people around. People making mm -hmm. morning deliveries, people getting an early start to the day. You are in a bustling metropolis, my friend. There are never not people. Uh... But I mean, is there other guards, or is it just the two Haven Haven guards? Give me a perception check. Sure, sure. Uh, that's going to be twenty-two. Twenty-two. Just down the street, east from you, mm -hmm. there is a large blue and silver coach, painted with the sigil. Of the Haven Guard on it. You see it being drawn by a large, ornery-looking bird known as an Axebeak. Mm -hmm. And you see three other members of the Haven Guard. One driving, two riding on the side, and they are rolling towards the inn. Great. This is going so well. Uh, and then They're probably the opposite, a ways off, though. Uh, in the opposite direction. How's that looking? Uh, that is where the two Haven Guard who are walking towards you are coming from. Great. And then directly across the street from you, there is a uh, a low set of buildings. It looks like several shops that are just beginning to open up. There is a florist. There is what looks like a clothier of some kind and a uh, some other kind of textiles uh, store. Um, 
Is there like an alley I can duck into? There is an alley just to the left of the inn. Yes. Mm, excellent. Uh, as they're walking towards me, I say, gentlemen, this is all a big misunderstanding. You see? And then I run. <laughs> and you run into the alley? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, give me another perception check real quick. Sure. Uh, 22 again. Awesome. Cool. So, as you round the corner into this alley, you see Netta deconstructing something. You're not sure what. Um, sure. But there are, right. like, big pieces of timber. There is a large, like, uh, bowl or urn of some kind. And you mm-hmm. see her holding a, 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 a sopping wet sack that is struggling in her hand. She's going to let you get arrested, first um, of all. <laughs> can I, I'm not even going to... I'm just going to, like... Uh, is she taking up most of that? Yeah, between her and, like, the pieces of whatever it is she's, like, pulling down. Uh, <laughs> she's taking up most of the alley. I'd like to Prince of Persia on the wall just to nice. scoot around her. Okay, nice. give me an acrobatics check. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm going to laugh so hard as she fucking clotheslines you. <laughs> best, best possible outcome. Uh-huh. Uh, nice. uh, that is going to be a, what would that be? A 24? Cool. Uh, Netta like doesn't even look up from what she's doing as she's just like tightening and tying this bag as you just skitter up one of the pillars that she has like leaned down across the wall up and over and around her down the other side and she will only look up and like start looking around after your feet hit the street opposite her yeah um meanwhile there is a loud clanging sound coming from behind you it sounds like uh, the ringing of a bell Oh god, oh god, oh god. Okay. Um I am going to uh I'm going to try and find a good old fashioned hiding place um where I can wait for uh things to uh, settle down. So question, is this a two way alley? Just I mean, I'm no I'm not here, but just to get a feel for what's going on. The alley does not empty out into another street, but it does uh split at the end going one of two directions it seems as though you're walking along the backs of both the inn and other businesses cool eventually it will cross back out into main thoroughfares to either side but for now you are between two buildings um am i aware of sort of i i'm not sure if the Dustwater district has like underwater or underground sort of like sewage tunnels or or any sort of um access to basically i don't want to be on the street give me an what would this be fourth edition had a skill called streetwise and i i dislike that they got rid of it uh yeah that'd be great i wish i had that give me a an insight check sure what did you take for your background? Urchin. So doesn't that have a special feature about cities and like knowing secret mm-hmm. passages so and stuff? I can, I can, I think the way it's worded is I can get from any two points in a city that I'm familiar with, um, like twice as fast as oh. normal. Oh um, yeah, I think that's right. I believe that's it. Um, 
I can give I it a quick look see if you want me to. Yep, no, uh, you're sure. correct. I've got it right here. Um, yep, you know the secret patterns and flow to cities and can find passages through the urban sprawl uh, that others would miss. Uh, yeah, you can move between any two locations in the city twice as fast as your speed would normally allow. Well, in that case, I'm not even going to ask for a roll on this one. You would just immediately recognize the grate that is uh, back behind the inn. It is a wide culvert grid that empties directly into what is you know to be a sewage system that leads directly into the Havenflow River. There okay. is a sprawling sewage system that has been excavated beneath Stormhaven. At points, it connects to the Underhaven proper, uh, though anything below street level is kind of considered the Underhaven. Right. Um, does it look like it can be lifted or uh, opened? It looks big and heavy, and it does have a couple of hinges, though. Okay. Um, I guess I'll try. Uh, it's not locked, is it? Doesn't appear to be. Okay, uh, I'd like to attempt to open that up and jump in. Give me an athletics check. Okay. Meanwhile, you see one of the guards who is shockingly spry leap over Netta and her construction. Uh, the other one kind of just barrels into Netta, who like stands up and is looking at him confused, and they're kind of doing that weird shuffle where they're trying to get out of each other's way but moving in the same directions. <laughs> Uh, I got a 23 on athletics. Ooh, okay, yeah. Strong boy. Um, and now finally, give me a stealth roll. Let us see if you can escape detection while you do this. I thought I was a weak boy, but I'm not. Strong boy. Uh, 23. Okay. Yeah, you lift up this culvert grid and kind of like heels kicking through the dirt. You slide in and land on one knee in like the wall of it grasping with one hand on the like edge you slowly lower the culvert grid down so it doesn't make a huge clanking sound and then you just kind of hang there your fingers not gripping the the grid itself but kind of the the masonry below it and you see this guard go boom 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 stomping past and you can you see now that his truncheon is out, and he's got a small buckler shield, uh, and every couple of steps he'll wang the buckler shield with his uh, with his truncheon, and it makes like a gong sound in a very uncharacteristic way. Okay. Is he heading away? He looks to be running up the alley. Great. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hang out. Uh, I'm hanging, right? Mm -hmm. Um... How far down is there? Is there ground below me at all? There is what looks like a slick, damp passage about 10 feet below you. Great. Uh, I'm going to drop onto that. Okay. As you land, you there's a nasty, like, squelch. Uh, you're pretty sure you know what you're stepping in. Uh, mm -hmm. But it is nothing a city boy ain't used to. Oh, been down here before. Um, okay. I'm just going to collect myself a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to pull out uh, the the stone of far speech. Okay. Uh, actually, do I have my stuff? I don't have my stuff. I don't think you do. I don't think I did. At the end of the yeah. last episode, I did not state that I grabbed my stuff. So I don't yeah. have. And you, and you also said you like, like ran out the door to see if you could catch whoever was who right yeah 
Yeah. Um, I would have storm piercer cause I don't leave that anywhere. But sure. I don't, I don't think I have my armor or any of my magic shit. Right. Cool. Well, I'm just going to hang out for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and just As wait. you kind of just like collect yourself and turn around and look at this dank, it looks like it might have been a cellar at some point, but it has since been worked with bricks and mortar to be turned into more of a sewer. Okay. You can clearly see that it moves from north to south, and the sewage that's down here is flowing northward towards the river. Cool. What you immediately notice oh. is at the cross-section you are at, because you can see that there is a passage here that leads... Mm -hmm. Based on your spatial awareness, you think it leads underneath the inn you were just staying at? Oh. You see a glowing purple raven at the intersection here. Just kind like of a like... living? No, oh, it oh, looks it's... like it's maybe drawn in luminescent chalk of some kind. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I assume that this has to do with the Queensman... Um, considering their members had raven tattoos. Um, Probably a fair guess. Yeah. You know that this is the kind of thing they do. Like, uh, their tags in their territory tend to be uh, done with this sort of luminescent chalk. It's a common uh, gang symbology is using this kind of glowing chalk that's readily available throughout the city to throw up your sign in your territory. Right. So um, cyberpunk as hell. Uh, okay, so there's a. It goes underneath the inn. You're essentially correct? at a T junction. Could I, I? I would like to try and get under the inn. Um, I don't know what the entrance through the. I don't need. I don't know what I'm doing specifically. Um, Do any of us? No. Speaking of any of you, uh, the rest of you who are asleep. So I think Grawl and Cherish. Cherish, yes. Yeah. Could you give me a perception check at disadvantage? Yes. I got... Yeah, I went up. So I just like... yeah. Oh, that's not too bad. That's uh, a fourteen. Uh yeah, no, Grawl, Grawl, Grawl hears absolutely nothing. He's sleepy. One. He's so <laughs> sleepy. That uh, that so... beer went that quarter of a beer just went straight to his head. Yeah, it's all that garbage popcorn. Uh, it just blocks up the ears. Um, I forgot about the garbage corn. <laughs> oh, so, man. Girl did have an adventure. Or Cherish, in the bathroom. It, it feels like you just <laughs> fell asleep and suddenly you're being woken back up by this clanging bell sound coming from outside. It's not as like rhythmic as City clock bells it's this like someone whacking a aluminum baseball bat in a garbage can lid um tirza you are immediately aware of this happening oh, i shouldn't try to go back to sleep uh what do you think that is i don't know is our room overlooking the alley your room is on the second story. It would look out over the street. Okay. Uh, right. Well, I'll go to the window anyway. Shuffle over. <laughs> okay. Outside in the weak morning light, that's still mostly being lit by street lights, 
you can see this huge carriage stopped out in front. It's got barred windows. It's painted in blue and silver. And you see people dressed in Haven Guard uniforms leaping off the sides and meeting with another Haven Guard who is like at the mouth of an alley just to the left of your room. And you also see Netta standing out in the street, her arms crossed, kind of staring at all of this. Do you think I mean, clearly she's not under arrest, but I mean, we should probably go down there, right? I mean, at least to figure out what was going on. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say that I didn't change back into my night clothes after the, the uh, the uh ritual. Just sort of like fell in bed in my clothes, so I'm just gonna grab my stuff and go downstairs. Okay, and I'm. Still wearing everything. Fair enough. You've been quietly meditating on Ashura's new blade. Yep. Um. So yeah, I think gather your things and go downstairs. Yeah, and I think I just go straight to Netta if I can. Okay. Um. Give me perception checks, both of you. Okay. Oh, 16. And 17. Okay. As you walk outside and begin moving towards Netta, she will look at you, Tirza, and give a subtle shake of her head, or what she thinks is subtle, but uh, the guard she is discussing it with will look at her and then turn around and look directly at the two of you. Nice. Cool. Smooth. Smooth. Um. Yeah, I think I'll just grab Cherish's elbow and see if we can't. Is he like, does he like look at us and then look away? Or is he now like attention on us? His attention is on you and it looks like he's about to speak if you wanted to do something first. And okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he will say, Pardon me, you wouldn't happen to be uh, associates of Mr. Sid Emberlight as well, would you? Who dat? Sid Emberlight? No, uh... I hardly knew her. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, why? Well, the man is wanted for several counts of theft and in questioning regarding the murder of a high lord of the city. Uh, well... You had to be a child. Yeah, no, that yeah, doesn't sound like Sid. Like... He only murders kids. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can't say anything about the first part, although... I haven't known him to steal anything in the time I've known him, which I'm pretty sure is the truth. That is a lie. He stole your feather. One thing. One thing. <laughs> okay, but I forgave him for that, so I think that counts as me not lying. Yeah. That's not... <laughs> Alright. You can just consider it borrowing. Yeah. It's not theft anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, borrowing but without your consent. As far as I know... <laughs> Mr. Emberlight has not been in Stormhaven for several months, so I don't know how he could have murdered anyone. 
Well, this is not a recent murder, ma'am. This is the murder of Lord Galder Thornway. It occurred several years ago. The recent think... evidence that has emerged links Mr. Emberlite with the murder. I don't think Sid, Sid would do something like that. Also, what evidence? You guys aren't fucking forensics. Uh, that is patently not true. Our forensics department is uh, quite unique. <laughs> what is there got... DNA testing? <laughs> Who ever heard of such a thing? I'm from Blue Gulch. <laughs> uh, how do you spell the first name of the noble who was murdered? Who I'm sure Sid I is. Sid is uh, trying to figure out if he actually murdered this guy. <laughs> Lord Galder is G-A-L-D-E-R Galder Thornway. Ooh, well, I don't know this, but okay, great. Hmm. Uh, well, I'm assuming that you guys haven't, like, hmm. you don't have him in custody, so. Not at the moment, though it is only a matter of time. If Mr. Thor, if Mr. Emberlite contacts you, though, I would appreciate it if you got in touch with the local Haven Guard. Any assistance in this matter would be greatly appreciated. Eat my shorts, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, very nice to you. Well, <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him since last night, so I don't know what to tell you. Very well. And he turns and uh, towards Tirza. Do you have any uh, further remarks on Mr. Emberlite? Tirza just like is holding her breath and shakes her head no. <clears throat> I see. Very well. And he turns and like moves back and starts talking to a couple of guards who are standing near the, let's call it what it is, the paddy wagon. Yeah. Uh, Get the paddy wagon. Get the paddy wagon. And they start having a, a low conversation. You can tell that the person you were talking to is some kind of person in charge. Maybe a sergeant. Alright, I'm gonna kind of steer Tirza back inside. Um, Steerza? Steerza, if you will. Oh. And um, Netta will follow you in. Okay, so... They're probably going to tail us if we go anywhere today. So just maybe try to keep an eye out on that. Well, do you think Sid's okay? I mean, this is his home turf. I mean, if anyone's going to be safe here, it's probably going to be him. Meanwhile, in the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> he probably found a sewer to jump in, like, right as they were about to nab him. That sort of sounds like something he would do. Oh, some probably kind of cool after move. doing a cool backflip or, like, yeah. some sort of, Running like, on the prince wall. Of, yeah. Some weird prince of Persia, whatever that means. Whatever thing. that means. And these are how legends are born. Yeah. <laughs> if people saw them. <laughs> they don't have to see him. They're just making them up. Uh, okay. Yes, me and the sewer. I, I assume I still hear... Uh, people marching around. I still hear the alarm going. You still hear the distant clang above you of the uh, alert chime of the Haven Guard. This is a sound you'd be familiar with. This is basically yeah. Haven Guard for trouble. All units converge towards this position. <sighs> Jeez. 
Well, this certainly brings me back. Talking to Stormpiercer. Uh, and Stormpiercer is markedly silent. What? No. Snappy comeback? Not belittling me on my checkered past? Not yet, no. Okay. Oh, what do I do? Oh, God. What do I do now? Okay. I would recommend going back to the authorities and settling all of this. No. That is a terrible idea. Why? Because I do not trust the uh, Stormhaven authorities. I don't trust them to... uh, they're, they're working under the thumb of the Thornways. I, I know this. No, you don't. I... The Thornways have enough money and enough power to basically do whatever they want. That's how they took all of my things. That's how they took you. I had to steal you back because they legally took all of my shit. I remember. But yeah. you have the truth on your side. Oh, Stormpiercer. Oh, honey. I, I cannot risk them taking you back. They would not because... do that. I am forge-bound. What, is there like some kind of law against stealing forge-bound items? I, don't, I do not know, Sid. I am a sword. <laughs> I'm just saying... If anybody could take somebody's forge-bound item and just legally have it, and then uh, it would it would be the it would be the Thornways. I, I cannot I cannot risk them taking you. Do you understand that? Then do not let them. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. No, you are um, avoiding the lawful authorities right now. They are only technically lawful, but that does not make them good. Okay. Anyways, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Um, and I'm gonna wander. When you say I'm gonna go, a voice will say, "Gonna go where?" I look to see who it is, and you see uh, a man dressed in dark leathers with the the spread wings of a raven, like creeping back from around his neck and like up his cheeks a little bit, so the flared wingtips are just like coming up to either side of his jaw. Cool. Uh, that's pretty rad. Face tattoo or actual? <laughs> and you actual see, he has a has a face tattoo. It looks like it looks like there's maybe a, the bird is actually on the back of his neck, and the flared wings sort of like come out to the sides of his face. Uh, and he has a big fuck off crossbow pointed at you. <laughs> Uh, hey, sorry, I, I fell down here. A total, total accident. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What's your name, friend? Well, that's a good question. Here's another question. Are those blue chimes up there for your sorry ass? Oh, they mistook me for somebody, but, uh... Uh-huh. Yeah, they're looking for somebody else. Well, you'd best fuck off down to the flow, eh? Sure. Any any way I can get out of here? Yep. All uh, right. That way. Just head that way. All right. Follow the smell. Okay. Great. 
uh, and then I back up, don't get him out of my sight as far as I can go anyways. Mm-hmm. And he kind of steps uh, out into the T-junction, big crossbow still pointed at you. It's kind of like slung towards his hip. He's holding this big handle that uh, has the front and kind of has the, the lever at the back. So he's like got the his fingers on the, the lever to pull towards you. Mm. And he's just staring at you with like one squinty eye as you're walking away. Okay. Uh, is there like somewhere to turn so I'm not in his direct view? Uh, you start heading northward towards where you think this empties out into the river. As you move, you see that the stream, quote-unquote, uh, around your feet gets thicker and thicker as you move closer towards the river. Uh, and boy, howdy, is the smell getting pungent down here. Oh, God. But eventually you come to a cross-section, and you know that if you went a little bit farther north, you'd probably be hitting the river before too long. Mm. Um but at least here it seems to divide off into other parts of the city. Okay. Um, I'd like to get get up out of the sewer at some point. Um, okay. You could pretty yeah. easily find another uh, grid that leads you up. Uh, how far away from your original entry point do you want to be when you emerge? Um, how familiar would I be with, like, the scope of the perimeter as far as like what they would be searching. You don't know. It kind of depends on what you're wanted for. I mean, you were just told that you were wanted for theft. The only theft you're aware of happened like 10 years ago. Ish. Yeah. Uh, So the fact that they're even like concerning themselves with a, a crime that old probably means they want you pretty bad. All right. So it seems weird to be digging up that particular crime this late in the game. Yeah. Um, so another fun feature that I have, Mike, is the... Um, oh, what is it? What did I... Um, uh, that's it. Uh... Sorry, I can't remember what it's called. Um, I have the rustic hospitality feature. Right. Um, so, in you know, in my time uh, living in the city, um, living on the street, um, also just being, I would like to think a well-liked hero in uh, in uh, Stormhaven. There are, I'm sure, people I could go to in the Dustwater District um, who... Your reputation precedes you, Mr. Emberlight. Indeed. Um, so I'd like to go to maybe uh, somebody close by who could at least, like, house me for a little bit. Okay. Give me a history check really quick. I'm really good at that. Oh, nice. Uh, 14. 14. Okay. This particular section of town, you know, is mainly controlled by the Canners Guild. They are kind of roughly associated with a lot of the other food-based guilds. Um, They're a a whole 
weird subsection unto themselves, though, because they're a combination of metallurgists and food preparation specialists that in an industry that sort of only emerged in the last, like, 50 years. Yeah. That being said, there is a particular cannery not far from here, though when I say not far, I do mean in relative Stormhaven terms, so it's probably right. about an hour from where you are now, farther to the northeast. That particular cannery was always friendly to uh, your childhood street gang, though you've not been there in years. Right. Well, it's worth a shot. Because um... here's the problem with a lot of your... Uh, your old status is your new fame and reputation is based on a public image that you've created over the last five years. Right. Any kind of more shadowy uh, reputation you might have had, you sort of worked very hard to dismantle, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think I'd have to do this. I figured... Being a threadless made it so all that shit could just at least make people not care about it, but... <laughs> so yeah, you oh. know about an hour from here there is a, a cannery uh, that was used as a safe haven for criminal elements in this part of the city. Okay, so... We're like gonna... safe against the haven. <laughs> Guards! <laughs> What? Um, okay, so my goal is to go there, get into a different, like, some kind of different clothes so I can maybe get back to my friends and tell them what happened um, without arousing suspicion. Okay. I think we're going to do a skill challenge. Okay. Okay. So, you need to roll me three different skill rolls to try to make it through this uh, order of operations as you set forth. Mm -hmm. They can be any skill you want, but they have to be three different skills. Yes. Okay. The DC for all of them is going to be 15. Great. And this will involve you finding your way to this cannery finding some kind of change of clothes, and then finding your way back to your friends at the Laughing Spirit. Okay. Um, I think I am going to use Persuasion to talk to somebody at the cannery, um, sort of tell them about, uh, in vague terms, sort of the position I'm in and how I, I just need to borrow some clothes, and I offer to pay for, for whatever... Um, you do not have any of your money on you. Fuck. God damn. Okay. <laughs> this is like old times. Uh, I offer... Uh, it's, it's a favor that I will repay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, persuasion. Uh, to get the out, uh, outfit. Okay. Um, do you want me to just roll that now, or should I do all of this? Yeah, roll it now. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, that is... So it'd be 6, 20, uh, 23. Very good. All right. 
Uh, yeah, you can absolutely do that. You now owe a favor to the uh, cannery master uh, named Alistair Halfacre. Master uh, Alistair. Alistair Halfacre. He is a halfling uh, that is specializes in uh, the technological breakthroughs in canning. Great. Do I know... I don't know this person. Is that correct? You would be aware of the Halfacre family. They are a, a prodigious halfling family in this part of the city. Gotcha. Okay. Um, great. Uh, I... Uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna get a hold of me to for this favor, but um. and in the home tongue, as he calls it, uh, he'll say, "Oh, we halflings find a way." <laughs> I believe it. I respond in in halfling. Uh, thank you, thank you again. Uh, really, really saving me here. Get out of here. Already gone. Uh, so I'm going to leave. Uh, and then... Let's see. I am going to... I mean, stealth would make sense to sort of... Yeah, absolutely. Shift, shift past people, blend into crowds. Um, uh, stuff I used to do when I pickpocketed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to do that. Uh, 19. Okay. That. You manage to seamlessly get up out of the the sewers, blend your way towards the the cannery. Uh, You don't think anyone's seen you, though the Haven Guard presence in this area is definitely on alert. It seems the word has gotten around. Sure, sure. Um, And so I have the outfit, so I'm heading back. I'm trying to head back to uh, where we were staying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Down was the laughing spirit the laughing spirit that's correct um let's see what is the last one um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say uh i have so many skills um i'm gonna say i'm gonna use perception to see if i can find a break in like patrols, um, finding the right moment to to head in to the front of the. Um... Okay, well, uh, roll that and keep it to yourself for the moment. Great. Because meanwhile, back at the Laughing Spirit, and about an hour ago, the tandem of Cherish and Tirza got back into the bar. Netta, very near behind, and what are the two of you doing? Sorry. Uh, I think that Cherish go like um, goes back upstairs uh, and knocks on the room door that uh, the door of the room that Sid and Grawl were in. Okay. Yeah, I'll f- I'll follow, and while we're going up the stairs, I'll ask Neta if she knows like what's going on. Neta says. Seems Mr. Emberlite has gotten himself into some trouble again. Uh, I mean, 
he does that, but yes. he certainly didn't murder anybody. I Not in the time you've known him, perhaps. <laughs> oh no, That's he's hard. murdered plenty of people when we've I mean, him. yeah, like <laughs> ugh. uh <clears throat> Grawl, you are awakened by the, the knocking that's happening. God. And then that's when life. you wake up, you hear the knocking at your door. There, oh, come on. There are two distinct sounds. You think it's a knock at your door that wakes you up, but then the knock on the door that was sort of in your head just follows you into the real world. All right. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. Okay. Fine. Go check the door. It is Cherish, your good, good friend. It's me, with a knife. <laughs> Alright, what weird shit didn't that to do? And from behind the <laughs> meta will like, cough. Uh, uh, hi, Net. I, I, I saw you going <laughs> off earlier, and I thought it was fine that you were doing that, and I let you do your thing. Um, anyways, lovely morning. Good to oh, see you. Oh, it is fine. I got this. And I just Whoa. like... Oh. <laughs> okay, are we just waving weapons around now? Seems a little little dangerous in the morning time. You, okay. girl, you do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm used to it. I'm an adult. Okay. I can handle one of these things. All right. Anyway, Sid is under arrest. He hasn't been arrested. Uh, he's in... But they've been, he's wanted for arresting. I yeah, was that's exactly like how you say hours. it. How long was I asleep for? Like, like you got a solid like seven hours in. Oh, okay, well, not bad then. All right. Oh, Is okay. his stuff still here? Yes, you uh, see all of Sid's yeah. stuff over in the corner. Well, it's a good thing we bought all of those stones of far speech in case we ever got uh, separated. <laughs> you guys want to go through his stuff? No. <laughs> yeah, he's probably Aww. dead. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gives on the bag of holding. Uh, no, but we should probably talk uh, about what we're going to do about this. Grawl, where's your Hexblade right now? It's dismissed. Okay. Just checking. Okay. Why do you do that? It's... You should. You, you need to turn on the underlight yeah. when you do that so you're underlit. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Netta, you're welcome to join us if you'd like, but I think that we should have this discussion in this room, or a room, with a door that's closed. That makes sense. Mm. Very well. And she will stride in, move over to the bed that you had just occupied, Grawl, and sit down. Power move. I like it. Yeah, I was not <laughs> actually not expecting her to... Take us up on that. Okay, well, I'll close the door behind. I mean, should we... Cherish, do you want to still do your errands? I know you... I mean... I haven't even figured out a way to get in contact with you guys if I do it... If I did it under better circumstances, the best circumstances, i.e. Sid not, you know, being wanted for possibly murder, and then disappearing. So... I mean... Unless... 
I am actually going to go through Sid's stuff. Does he still have the feather that I gave to him? Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. A, a theft for a theft. A theft for a theft. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad about that because I gave it to him in case he wanted to send a message to his dad for real. Ooh. Yeah. But you know what? If if we <laughs> can get... He's really mad about that, so he probably doesn't want to, so if... I'm going to take it. <laughs> Cherish, though, bef before we, you know... Do you think we can figure out a way to get within... If we can get within a fifth of a mile of each other, I should be able to find you hypothetically well i mean again i'm i'm going all the way to nightside i don't it seems like a better idea to me and i do feel bad about taking this back without telling him but i mean it is mine to be honest so <laughs> uh he would do the Ooh. same uh <laughs> he would do the same if it was me <laughs> but Basically, as soon as you guys either find him or settle in one place again for the night, just send a message to me and I'll about where you are and I'll find you. Okay, I mean that works. Do you do you think it'll only take you a day to I guess that's another thing. Cause I, I mean, I can get a message back, right? Through this, through the feather. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't think so. You're unsure. Unsure. Although when I used uh, one of the feathers, I did get a response back. But yeah, you were but using Phineas Finebrook's feather. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That is true. And he, and he, he did actually give that to me under the specific, in like the specific instruction of ask me a question and I will answer it for you. So. And yeah. the the other ones you have were made by Calcum, so you don't yeah, precisely don't... know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. If they're the same type of item, then yes. Yeah. And ostensibly, they appear to be. I mean, it's, well, it's up to you. And uh, frankly, the sooner I get started, the sooner I'll get finished. So. Do we think that Grawl and I should wait for Sid to get back? Uh, or should we go somewhere safer to meet up with him? But how would he know where to meet us? Yeah, I'm, I mean, he's wily. I'm, I'm sure he can get back here? I don't know. I... <sighs> anyway, I... <laughs> Grawl has no opinions. I I mean, like, it, it, he's either going to find us, um, or we are going to find him at the jail. So, I mean, you know. Or, you know, we're gonna get... have a... have a lost in New York kind of situation going on. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where New York is, but it seems yeah. like a... <laughs> the far off... It, it's a small village to the south. 
it's <laughs> it's two up and eleven over, you simple bitch. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, we just don't know if like are the guards going to sit on this place? And are they going to follow you if you guys leave? Which the answer is probably. Yeah. I mean, do we have bucket hat. We can get... I what? Okay. Who's attuned to the bucket hat right now? It's Grawl, right? Mm-hmm. No. Oh no! Yeah, he never attuned to it. That's right. I keep forgetting. No wait. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Yeah, no, I did. But then yeah. no, he gave but it to Grawl. Sid. Gave it to Sid. Oh, so, so it's oh. so it's still here. It's still it here. Is. You just oh. you are not attuned it's to it. It's just not with the person who's it's tuned to. Cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Well, actually, that is. I mean, if that's the case, then as long as Sid comes back here, we can put the bucket hat on him, and then he and all of his stuffs here. So he, sh- if I was him. I would probably want to come back to the place where all my stuff is. That seems so, very that seems very logical to me. <laughs> what what you what I'm hearing right now, what I'm hearing right now is we should all go get breakfast downstairs and wait for this all to blow over. Well, I mean, I'll go get breakfast, but then I'm I am going to go fix I mean, we can all go get breakfast together and then you can leave. Yeah. 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 I okay. am starving. Uh, right. So the plan is to uh, not use the feather token then? Uh, no, I, I am going to take the feather token. Uh, okay. I am going to put it in... I'm going to make sure like all my stuff is together because polymorph transforms all your things. Mm-hmm. You, you should not take it. One of us should take it. Oh, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Sorry. Okay. Yes, I'm going to leave it with the group. Okay. I'll take it, definitely. I'm going to... Well, God... One of you should hold it, I guess. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, oh, and I guess we should probably check on Darren. Who? He is... <laughs> is, exactly. he, is he passed out still downstairs? Did we walk past him when we... You walked past the booth where he used to be, yeah. Okay, but he's not there anymore. Doesn't seem like it, no. Okay. Because he was when we left to go do the ritual thing. But that was before the sun had risen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your plan now is to go downstairs and get breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. And uh, I'm gonna ask the bartender if he knows if he saw Darren done leaving. Uh the bartender this morning does not know who Darren Dunn is. Well, I, the creep in the booth who kept having drinks, who was passed out the whole time. You mean their best customer in months? Yes, the creep who was your best customer in months. My my guess is Darren Dunn hasn't moved. No, he's not down there anymore. He is not oh, down not? in the bar uh, anymore. We no. had this conversation uh, like a second ago. I'm, I'm uh, sorry, Grawl wasn't listening. I'm just being in character. Jesus. Yeah, the bartender will shrug and not know where he got to. Great. <laughs> Cher says it exactly like that, throwing your hands up, <laughs> collecting the food that she ordered. <laughs> okay. So y'all get some breakfast in and then Cherish, you take off. Yes, I go back up to Tirza and I's room. Uh I do leave the key with her. Mm-hmm. Um and I get all my stuff and I cast polymorph on myself. 
and I, well, okay, hold on. I opened the window first. <laughs> and then it gets polymorphic. <laughs> Turning into? An eagle. Just a plain old eagle? Yes. Okay. Um, well, where's my eagle? Yes. I have a uh and and uh, yes admittedly i am a like stark black slash superman's hair color eagle so mm -hmm. it's a little strange to see one of those coming out of a window but um yes and i make my way towards shemeshka's shop okay some very superstitious washerwoman is just like oh fuck <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> not again that's the sign <laughs> Protect our children. Um, <laughs> okay, so you fly out the window. It doesn't seem as though any of the Haven Guard, which you now see there are a few outside, um, just hanging around. And even across the street, you see one posted up. You see a couple posted up outside the bar. The paddy wagon has moved off at this point. Um, but there are still can Haven I, Guard lurking around. Can I make a perception check to, to see if anyone noticed that? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Because I do have advantage on those. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, and then, but I use my score, right? You use the eagle score. Eagle score. Okay. You are not a druid. Yes, that's right. I keep I keep forgetting. Uh, how You're that not stuff a druid. Works. <clears throat> no, I keep forgetting how that stuff works. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem as though any of the Haven Guard take notice of you as you. Take flight. Dope. Great. So, Sid, what was your final roll? Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, <laughs> just barely. <laughs> it was so close. Very good. How funny would that be if we had just been eating breakfast and Sid hadn't been arrested? Yeah, well, you know, I'm oh. sure it will be fine. So, Sid, as you make your way back to the Laughing Spirit, you see the large paddy wagon drawn by that axe beak, like trundling down the road as you make your approach. The guard presence outside of the inn is still thick, uh, but you manage to wait for a, a brief moment in which there, there is a Decent-sized crowd. There seems to be a small breakfast rush moving into the Laughing Spirit. Um, and you kind of blend into that group and manage to shuffle in, wearing the uh, overalls and, like, jumpsuit of a, a cannery worker. Now with Stormboost uh. sort of, like, tucked down the front of the jumpsuit. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Is that is that Storm Piercer? Or are you just happy to see us? <laughs> I am so excited to see you guys. Don't say that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I see. I see them eating breakfast. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean they've already finished at this point. Okay. I'm. I'm at the very say, least. Though, Cherish has taken off. Waited downstairs. Okay. Yeah, Grawl. Where were you during? Uh, Grawl's stomach is kind of irritable this morning, so he's just kind of lounging about. Okay. Uh, while you do, you swear you hear another knocking sound. What? 
you like look around and, like you're not in a room anymore. This is very weird. Okay. Is someone trying to call me again? Last time someone knocked him. <laughs> Last time someone... Uh, it was like telephone. a ring, yeah. Yeah, phone, yeah. Who a, does? Yeah, a telephone. That girl has no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it feels like someone is trying to contact you mentally, and the ring is stopping it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Um, just gonna take this off for a second. <laughs> Fine. Just... All no, things just do it. No, I mean do it. Wait, do it. Can I, I want to know. I answer? Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Don't. I'm checking on don't... the rules for the ring. Yeah. Real quick. Don't. Yeah. Don't let our our dismayed reaction stop you from doing it. Well, but like, okay. So I, like I am an excited. Time... Viewer of this show. Yes. <laughs> well, no, because the thing last time it was like a ring, and I could tell who it, like like you know. It's answering. Machine, it was an yeah. interaction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a fun goof, and now it's just like. I mean, do you have the stats for this ring written down somewhere? Uh, I did. Cool. Um, What's it called? Ring of Ring of Mind Shielding. Yeah. Got it. So. Creatures can only telepathically communicate with you if you allow it. Oh, okay. So yep, it doesn't even require invisible. like an action or anything. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, it is invisible on your finger. Okay. Yep. And yeah. Okay, yeah. so I can choose to like open said door. Is there a peephole in this door, or like a side window? <laughs> No. While wearing this ring, you are immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts, determine whether you are lying, know your alignment, or know your creature type. Creatures can telepathically communicate with you only if you allow it. Okay. And right now, Chaboy's on the blocked caller list. Yeah, yeah. Alright, well, um, you know, uh, pick up the phone, I guess, rather than take it off. I guess I would know that, since that's what I did last time. Okay. You immediately feel an itching sensation behind your eyes. Oh, fuck, damn it. And a voice says, oh, very good. Oh, God, no, not again. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> He's just checking in. I don't want him to check in. If he wants to check in, he can do it in person. Well, he doesn't have to if you're going to answer the phone. It's I, But, like, last time it was, like... It was very apparent it was him calling. This time it was just like, it's yeah, there's no color ID on this thing. Yeah, maybe he's changing up his methods. It's Gross. like those. It's like those uh, screenshots of like girls' Facebook messengers where it's just a dude saying like "Hey," and then like four years later, just "Hey." Mm. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> um. I, as soon as I felt the itching, That's I closed hilarious. my eyes, by the way, and then just hung up on him. Okay, cool. Take this yeah. dude. Just, like, I'll always assume that it's him. But, okay, the time that I assume who, that, that Who else that is trying to call you? A, yeah. I don't know. Nobody likes you. No. Um, oh. No. Nobody else? I mean, the reason that he can, like, telepathically communicate with you is because you fucking touched him. 
So you're saying I need to touch more people and they'll call me? Yes. Okay. Well, Sid, as you enter the laughing spirit, you see Grawl kind of just like staring up into the air, going, hello? (laughs) Uh, Tirza is doing her best to like be very cool and casual and is definitely not like looking really intently at every person walking through the door and as soon as she makes eye contact with Sid she like slams her hands down a little bit and like looks directly away uh, I just give it quick and then I head I just head upstairs without saying anything mm-hmm. that's good yep uh, Mike nice way job, when, you said, <laughs> when you said uh, like uh, we'll see about if I had everything for the ultimate grawl uh, cheat sheet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just moving that ring of mine. <laughs> the ultimate draw cheat sheet. Good call. Good yeah. call. Good call. Uh huh. There it is. Perfect. Sid, where do you yes. go? I go to my room. Okay. Going into your room, you find Netta sitting on the bed. Oh, oh no! Good. A conversation I am very much looking forward to. Hey, can you? Uh, can you I, I need to grab my stuff. You're sitting near. I just need to gonna reach over it. Sorry, I'm going to grab that. She will stand up and move away from you and stand in front of the door. (sighs) Feel like a talk is about to happen. Am I misreading this? That it depends entirely on what you have to say, I suppose. Okay, what's up? I do not know that is part of the problem. You seem to be wanted by the authorities. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, Yeah, so here's the thing. About, oh gosh, five years ago now, a little over five years, uh, this sword, Angela's sword, was taken from me. And so I took it back. And maybe that is considered illegal by the powers that be here in the city. But I happen to disagree with that. She will stare at you, and stare at the sword. stare back at you and say and what of the murder of the lord they are claiming the what the boy king <laughs> wait who what do you mean no i i stole the sword that that was it murder what the haven guard here they said you're wanted for questioning in regards to the murder of a Lord Thornway. What do you know about this? Lord Thornway was murdered. That is what they say. <sighs> wow. Huh. Okay. Uh, well... I that is news to me. Um, can't say I'm disappointed by that news, but uh, 
Yeah. I, I wow. He was murdered? That Somebody you know, killed him. All of the information I have, they say he died some years ago. Some years? How did I not hear about this? You were a little busy, I think. Yeah, I guess I was. Huh. Wow, that is... Yeah, well, I... Yeah, I didn't have anything to do with that. Indeed. Just so you are aware, yes. I will not be letting you drag Tirza into your criminal escapades. Okay. If you are not guilty of these crimes, then perhaps this is something you should discuss with the Haven God. I just, I don't know why I have to keep reminding people, but the last time I was put in a Stormhaven prison, I was forced to fight people for sport. I do not trust the Stormhaven. <laughs> I do not trust the Haven Guard. I can't. I... The Thornways want the sword back, I think. And I... I just... I, I can't lose it again. You see Netta's jaw tighten. And she will say, I understand. But if whatever it is you are doing puts Tirza in undue danger, I will do everything in my power to ensure that that danger passes swiftly. She has enough threats to deal with without the legal ramifications of your criminal activity coming down on her head. Well, I... <sighs> yeah. I, I guess I can't argue with that, but... Fuck. Indeed. Fuck. 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 And... Yes? I just assumed that this had passed. It's been years. Why are they bringing it up now? I don't understand. I don't understand... Well, if it can be done so... Subtly, perhaps these are questions that need answering. 
Well, how would you how would you recommend that I handle that then? Subtly. You can have a conversation with the old mage boy. Her connections are far deeper than any other individual in the valley. What more help do you need? I mean, the old mage is just one person. She is the old mage? Yeah, she's... She's spread pretty thin. Uh... And... She doesn't just make everything... Okay. Okay. People work in spite of the old mage in the valley. That's, that's like, why all of these problems are happening. So... It is possible that the Thornways will be able to do something in spite of Zenerva. Then perhaps you should confront the Thornways. Or perhaps you should just run. Yeah. Flee the city. Move northward as best speed as possible. Flee into the Eastwood, where the arm of the Haven Guard cannot follow. All of these options are preferable. Yeah. I just do not want your personal problems to affect... to affect Tirza. So... What happens when Tears' problems and your problems start to affect us? The problems Tears and I face are problems that will involve the entire valley. There is no problem that we face that does not affect everyone who lives here. Yeah. The storm wall will break soon. The last auger has been drawn. There is no stopping this now. There is only scant amount of time to prepare ourselves for the coming of Azi Dahaka. How much time? Weeks, months, years. This is not known. Mm. Okay. Well, I will... But Tirza must be free to act when the time comes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. I will... Yeah. I guess I will... I'll talk to them. What the fuck am I doing? Okay. <clears throat> I grab my shit. I put on my gear. And I head downstairs. Okay. Netta will be standing right outside your door when you come out, and she'll sort of follow you down. Uh, this has taken, like, enough enough time that Tirza is, like, 
watching the staircase. And so Sid comes down and she, like relieved face. And then she sees Neta behind you and just like panic face again. <clears throat> so you come downstairs, Neta in tow. Grawl and tears are waiting for you down in the common room of the laughing spirit. Hey guys. Oh, thank God you're not like arrested or dead or anything. You should no. put on the bucket hat. Bucket yeah, hat. I considered it. No, I should. I should go talk to them. Wait, what? What do you mean? I did. I. I. Let's go to talk to the cops. Yes. What did you do with Sid? I gr I draw my sword. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay. Fucking what? Come on, Mike. You you you, <laughs> you summon your great sword in the middle of this inn. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I'm just like goofing. Fuck. So when you draw, when the great sword like appears. You uh -huh. feel the intense hunger suddenly, like, spring up once again. But this time it's directed what? towards Tirza's new sword. Oh, oh come on. Oh, no. No. Oh. I just got her, Grawl. I just need to eat it, though. Just like a snack. <laughs> no! Just a I'll little bit. I'll split it with you. Just, just like a nibble. A just a little, little bit. And I think it is on that like... note that we are going to take our break. <laughs> And when we return, you shall have a discussion about what comes next as Cherish flies across the city at the center of all things. Fly like an eagle. <coughs> Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about a rather touchy subject, that of the nobility of Stormhaven. Nobility might not even be the right word now that I'm thinking about it. You see, Stormhaven has no king or ordained ruler. It is technically a democracy, though there are those with greater power than others, this is true. The Lord Mayor of the city, after all, is elected by all of the guilds, but who do the guilds belong to? Well, the guild members, of course, but there are those of higher status within the guilds who maybe have more say than other people within the guilds, and maybe those people have a cabal of maybe organized, I'm not going to say crime, but illicit activities, and if perhaps they elect a mayor who is a bit more amenable to these actions, well, who am I to judge? But there are also many wealthy families in and around Stormhaven, merchant families for the most part, who have giant businesses such as shipping or handling. <laughs> I joke, of course. There are families who own many farms around Stormhaven, families that own the mines, families that work in the food and textiles industries. And while these families might be associated with certain guilds, they may or may not actually belong to them. Curiously enough, the guilds do not in fact own any stakes in these businesses. They simply train and hire people to work within them. A fruit vendor may have to pay dues to the grocer's guild, and they may have been trained in proper food handling by a guild employee, but their fruit business is in fact their own. 
and thus certain families who perhaps have the most fruit, as the case may be, have ended up becoming landed nobility in and around Stormhaven. So at the end of the day, nobility, in Stormhaven anyway, mostly just means that you have the most money. This is why I do not bother with any of that guild nonsense. Duskwalker Import and Export TM is, and shall forever be, an independent store. What was that? Oh, no, of course, Alexander, you of course own 50% stake in- No, I know, I know, I know, okay? Alright, yes. Uh, I would been told to inform you that Duskwalker Import and Export TM is of course a co-op. Whatever that is. Anyway, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had escaped from the law, found some interesting conversations among themselves and with Netta, uh, and discovered a deep and insatiable hunger within the blade of their sword. I'm sure it's fine. Not fine. <laughs> Not fine. But now we find Grawl, Sid, Tirza, and Netta sitting in the common room of the Laughing Spirit, while meanwhile, young Cherish Ironstrike flies over the city. Mm. Cherish. Yes. You are indeed an eagle flying over the sweeping vistas of Stormhaven. You said no, you had done not. some math in terms of just how far uh, your eagle can get? Yes, so... Um, where did that math go? I thought I had it on hand. Uh, but basically, uh, casting... I can get 40 miles in three hours, essentially, if I cast a polymorph spell on myself three times. Okay. Um, so, do you still have the gridded map of Stormhaven? I do. Each of those grid sections is roughly uh, about six miles. Okay. So, you Which, are currently yeah. at the second grid box in along the main thoroughfare leading westward out of Stormhaven. That is where your departure point is from. Okay. So, like, if we were assigning uh, columns and uh, rows to this a la battleship, I would be in, what, one, two, three, four, C5. five. C5. No, wait, one, two, yeah. I see four. Wait, if C? I go letters over numbers descending. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Okay. Yes. You said C4, right? C4 or five, somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. C4 looks about right to me. So, a flight from where you are to your destination in Nightside, and to let you know uh, if we're sticking with that same grid base then mm -hmm. our uh, destination point would be uh, C-E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-M-N six or seven, somewhere in there. 
N6? Roughly, yeah. Okay. Two, three, so. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So you're moving about twelve points over. So twelve times yes. six is seventy-two. 60. Seventy-two. Sorry. So you can get forty miles in a day, is what you said. It's yeah. Okay, so you can make it a little over halfway. Fuck, using man. all of your spells, and you'll land somewhere in Old Haven. And then it would still take me, like... God, a couple more, like a few more hours to get where I need to go. Uh, three, six, nine, like 12 or 15, depending on your route. Yeah, Jesus, the city is big. Um. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Alternatively, you find someone to fly you from Old Haven to Nightside. Take a buggy? Yeah, I was going to say, like, can I get, like, a, can I catch a cab? <laughs> As I said in the last session, there are air coaches that you can hire. There are also uh, druids that you can hire to ride on, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, give me a history check. I'm not really sure how familiar it would be with where to find them. Uh, 13. 13. No, yeah, 15. 15. No, 14. 14, sorry. <laughs> Somewhere sorry. in there. Um, 17, 12, 12, 62. 22. 25. Cats. It's 14. It's 14. You would know that there is a much faster method of getting around the city, but it is ex prohibitively expensive, and that is teleportation. You can use the services of teleportation circles to get around the city, but each one costs uh, 50 gold per use. Yeah. Funds are running a little bit low. Um, yeah, I would yeah, for the common person, that's not even, like, something you could even consider doing. Yeah. But it, um, but it is yeah, a service like, that's offered. I guess, I guess I'll try to find a druid, I guess. Okay, so once, once you're in Old Haven? Yeah. Okay. Give me a persuasion roll. Alrighty. Do any of these druids happen to be dragons? In disguise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is... 24. 24. Flying into Old Haven, and again, this is after hours of flight. I'm essentially yeah. abstracting your journey uh, just to get you there. Yeah. Meanwhile, lots of other stuff is happening with your friends. Yes. But, so, let's see, you use three different uh, polymorph spells to get you to about where you can't do yes. it anymore? Yes. Okay. So, I'm I'm imagining that, like, you know, as I'm coming to the end of an hour, like, swooping down onto the top of a building and then casting it on myself once I turn back into myself. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> 
Love it. I love when he does that. As you are flying into Old Haven with your last transformation, you've never seen Stormhaven from this particular vantage point. You've seen it from much higher up via some uh, strange illusion magics in both the last trial and in the Old Mage's Sanctum. But uh, Mm -hmm. that's from, like, miles above the city. From your vantage point, which is, like, I don't know, what's your cruising altitude? Um, I don't. I don't know enough about eagles. I'm gonna say a couple Probably hundred feet like, up in the sky. Yeah, a couple hundred feet. Like right. Like, and I'm 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 myself, but I'm still an eagle. So mm-hmm. like, I know like, oh, these are like I'm, I know to catch to catch um you know currents and right all that shit. Uh, so flying this high up, you get a good sense of the topography of the city. You can see that Stormhaven, all told, is built around a big old hill, essentially, that terminates in the east with a series of cliffs that overlook an abutting forest land that stretches off and eventually becomes the Eastwood. Those cliffs Mm -hmm. wind southward, uh, cutting the Haven flow and creating a giant series of what used to be waterfalls, but is now a series of locks that moves up and down the river on the eastern approach. From this high up, you can also see the five primals, which are the five gigantic statues with dot, mm. which dot the cardinal directions of the city. Uh, once you're in Old Haven, you can very easily see the statue that is called the Old Mage at the center of this district. To the north, beyond Mm -hmm. the walls, you see a much more vibrant green area that is Green Terrace, and there you see the archer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Down to the south, uh, or actually, no, it's not called the archer. Uh, My apologies, it's called the hunter. Um, Mm. To the south, you see the huge, like, burly, uh, dwarvish-ish figure uh, that's called the Old Smith. Uh, to the west, where you came from, you can still see Big Dragon. Mm-hmm. And to the east, you see the strange hunched figure uh, that's leaning over the river that's called the River Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, inside Old Haven, you can see really tall buildings. This place has... Not skyscrapers, but, like, the buildings here range from six to ten stories tall. Like, tall tenement and apartment buildings. And there are even taller buildings you can see. One of which looks to be some kind of skyway or rookery. And you see occasionally these large, cumbersome-looking boxes with a bunch of magic carpets strapped to their bottom, lifting off from the top of this building. You see uh, an enormous dirigible of some kind strapped to its highest heights. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, you would know that that particular vehicle is probably from Srothheim. Ah. Interesting. But yeah, you see people taking off to and from this taller building, and it seems like a likely place to hire somebody. Yeah. And when you do, you can pretty easily find somebody to take you where you're going for, though 
the price depends on how comfortable you want to be along the way. I mean, I've been riding a horse for a couple of months, and I got a tail, so, you know, it doesn't really matter that much. Well, thankfully, when riding flying creatures, the preferred method of riding is actually uh, the, the saddles are built so that you're lying on your stomach, grabbing stirrups ahead of you. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, so honestly, anything is pretty, pretty good to me. Okay, uh, the cheapest option is definitely hiring a, a shape-shifting druid. Yeah. Uh, there are several companies available. How many? Three. How great are their names? <laughs> There's one that is clearly like being run by a halfling family, and the other two are run by uh, elves and humans, and half elves. Um, I pick the halfling one because that's what I rolled. Okay. Uh, so you go up and talk to uh. Ma Shortfall. Nice. <laughs> this doesn't really inspire confidence, but that's fine. Uh, it's a shortfall, uh, though. Of course it Only does. A if shortfall. I fall, it's not going to be a very long way. Yeah, Yeah, but a shortfall, <laughs> it depends. Short is different for different people. Okay? Uh, she is a very friendly halfling. Uh, she is more than willing to uh, smack one of her sons with what what looks like a riding crop and like getting them out of uh, this Jesus. like break room that they're in. And like this Mom, why? <laughs> if you exchange 10 gold, they will get you where you need to go. All right. 10 gold. It is. Uh, yeah. She kind of winces at the price and she says, you know, guild rates getting higher every year. I understand. As a small business owner myself. <laughs> Entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. yeah. A freelancer, more. Okay. The, uh, the halfling druid who basically serves as your ride uh, kind of has to go through the same thing you're going through. Um, and so far as he will only be able to make it a certain distance before having to stop and transform back but he makes it in two trips as opposed to your three yeah yeah and no worries by the time you reach night side it is approaching evening yeah okay well so that all happens meanwhile yeah. the rest meanwhile. of the day <laughs> cool let's go to the Grawl, station sid tirza you yep. sit in the common room of the Laughing spirit. Um, I take um, Stormpiercer in sheath uh, out of my belt and I hand it to Tirza. Oh, I don't like this. Don't worry. I... Just hold on to it, okay? No offense, Tirza. You seem like a lovely person, but this is weird. Yes, I, I, yes, yes, but if I'm, I need to, I need to see this through. I need to answer their questions, but I cannot risk them getting Stormpiercer. Do you understand? That 
makes sense. You don't think that they're gonna... Wouldn't be the first Are you thing. sure this is a really good idea? I mean, nothing I do is a good idea. <laughs> that's... That's not, that's not, oh. not true. <laughs> and another thing. If they do, you know, imprison me and like, I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, what's the term? Basically, if they're going to, I mean, who knows what? Lock you up if this, if this goes, if this goes south, I mm. trust you guys to break me out. So there you go. And <laughs> you can see the tendons on Netta's neck suddenly just like grow really tight. <laughs> But now you remember, won't say anything. This is only if <laughs> their treatment of me is unjustified. <laughs> All right. What? Uh, Tirza, just to remind you a little bit, there's kind of a social taboo on touching other people's other people's forge bond. Forge yeah, bond I know. Items. It's very uncomfortable, and I hate it. It's like being handed somebody's underwear that they've just taken off, and then you are expected to, like, put it on. That was weird. Really gross. I mean, really that's gross. that's kind of what it is. Like, you're... Sure. Yeah, it's not like holding someone's pet. It's like holding someone's name in another intimate object here. Yeah. 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 The, the authorities apparently want me for theft which I'm assuming this sword um, but I'm sure I can and I look over at Netta sure I can figure it out uh, and prove that the sword belongs to me so anything I can do for you any any fun fun jobs got anything for me I could hold uh, on to your sword for a while if you want mm, mm. <laughs> And I'm good. I'm good on that, but um, just both swords like cradled in Tears' arms. Like no. Uh, I guess hold on to the rest of my stuff. I don't yeah, know. That's fine. Sure. The hat. Uh, you you should probably hold on. All right, fine. Yeah, I'll just just you know. Uh, I will, Mike. I will. Um, just in case, take some. Uh lock picks with me uh just just in case okay do you want to yeah. secret them on yourself somewhere i would i would love to yes uh give me a sleight of hand check real quick see how well you do this uh 21 okay yield present pocket yeah <laughs> it's nature's pocket <laughs> oh this is this, yeah. this is the fa infamous city in Emberlight. they'll definitely do a cavity search oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's true. Hey guys, turn turn around. I have to do something. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't keep secrets here. Also, you're in cough, a cough. dieting room. <laughs> should we? I mean, we should go with you to. How are you gonna? Do you want us to wait here, or should we? We keep going. We have to keep going. Like, well, we can't go anywhere until I get this sorted. So. um... I guess I'll meet you guys back here. If they need you, they'll 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 find you. Okay. I, I don't like this very much. No, neither do I. This goes against 
everything my instincts tell me, but hey, I, here we are. <laughs> It'll be fine. I've got Man of Wars. I don't know if that's true. It's true. I've been to hell. N no, no, you have not. No. It looked a lot like it. There were doppelgangers involved. It was <laughs> yeah. all an illusion. Well, whatever. I whatever. almost went to hell. Doesn't quite sound as good. So it doesn't. Yeah. Drag, yeah. drag me to almost hell. My favorite <laughs> horror movie. Drag me to hell adjacent. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, see you in a bit. And I walk outside. Wow. With my hands up. <laughs> yeah, Grawl, Tears, are you doing anything while this happens? Grawl, how long can you be invisible? What? How how what? long can you be invisible? A bit? Why? Because maybe you should go you with him so that he's not like... Netta, Netta, do you think this is a good idea? And you finally has a moment to own up to his stuff and you want me to go invisible. Huh. Netta will turn towards you, Tirza, and say, He's doing the honorable thing. Perhaps we should let him. Uh, until he gets imprisoned and uh, executed for murder that he didn't commit. Question. Question. As a, as a player, are executions a normal thing? Like, what is what is the, like, judiciary system like in Stormhaven? Capital punishment is still a thing in Stormhaven. They okay. don't... I mean, disintegration is the preferred method of... It's uh, the most humane. Really. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, picked the wrong time to have a sip of tea. Jesus. Yeah, you did. I thought you, that was going to come wow. right out of there. Uh -huh. God. I was worried for your microphone and your keyboard. <laughs> it would have sounded real bad. Yeah. Okay. There are... I, that is usually reserved for the very worst of, like, apostate criminal mage types. Like, full-on crazy necromancers and blood sorcerers and all that sort of thing. Um, like, people who get up to seriously heinous shit. Um there are still, like, also hardened criminals and stuff that are doing time in prisons. Uh, sometimes, pe like, very bad people are uh, pressed into hard labor. Um, sometimes they are drafted by the Guardian Guilds, quite honestly. How often? So Okay. So more often than not, it's not like, yep, you're dust now. Right? Uh, it, it's, it depends on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, the final adjudication of these things is handled by whatever guild represents the aggrieved. Okay. So the, the, tr the trial system in Stormhaven is like almost everything else handled by the guilds. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's messed up, which is why I don't want Sid to do it. Uh, crimes against the city are generally adjudicated by the old mage herself. Oh. Oh, well. Hmm. The Thornways aren't associated with a guild, are they? No, they are a merchant house. Yeah, that's okay. That's what... So they it would be a, a city crime. Okay. If, if they have, like, some kind of proof. Great. Assumably Perfect. they would if the Haven Guard got involved. 
is there like some some way for you to get us word if you are in trouble and need help? Uh, well, I don't know how that. Oh, hey, I have that feather, so I can just sneak <laughs> into it and then yeah, send you the mess, and it'll fly right to you. Actually, girl, can you hand me my pack? Let me grab that. Wait, hang on, hang on. Like, what's the range on the Stones of Far Speech? Five, it's like five hundred feet. Five hundred feet. Well, I mean, is there a central place that he would be taken to that would we we would know about, or is it, are there little pockets? I would assume there's little tiny like precincts. So, fun fact: yeah. the field headquarters of the entire Haven Guard is located less than two hours away from here, just south. Uh, of the location you are currently in. Um, It is not officially the headquarters of the entire Haven Guard. That is technically over in Hall Hill. Uh, But functionally speaking, their headquarters is here in Dustwater. So we know where to find you. Yeah. Okay. Um... You could take a feather, you could take a stone of far speech, and we'll come talk to you in a bit. Wanna work out your problems? Give him a chat. And I like or just what? take the feather out of my pack. Why don't you take both? Well the feather would be easier to sm- smuggle in. Here's the thing, they're gonna take anything. Why are you smuggling these things? Because Why are you keeping these things? They're not because they're going to take away whatever items I have on me. Uh, they're not going to have like their prisoner communicate with outside people. So that's, that's kind of what I was saying about the whole Grawl being invisible and then being able to like get out if you need trouble. It's fine. It was just an idea. I... Right. Look, I... If, if there's trouble, I'll figure it out. How about okay. that? Um, okay. Do you, do you need a lawyer? Do, do we have fantasy lawyers in this setting? There is a guild of lawyers. Oh, God. oh no! That you don't want to you don't want to deal with them. They're, they're like, like the worst, worst of the worst. worst. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis and Gray, fantasy lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, technically, still, it is sorry. the guild of lawkeepers. <laughs> yeah, the guild okay. of lawkeepers. Yeah. I still have that vampire lawyer uh, business card in that's, my I found it that's today. Exactly <laughs> what I was referencing. So thank uh-huh. you. Elliot and I are fantasy uh, vampire lawyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you vampires that practice law, or do you practice law only specifically for vampires? That is specifically hard, but I don't okay. remember what it says. Just okay, wait, wait. I can get back to you. How about this? You communicate with the old mage. I hand you my pocket watch. I don't think I think only you can do that. Is that I'm how that works? Sure only you can, can do find that. Find out. Gimme, 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 gimme. I hand I hand it to Grawl. All right. Uh, what time you, is it right? You now? would know that this item requires attunement. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Let me go. take that. Alright, here you go. <clears throat> I'll communicate with her. Uh yeah, you guys just wait and Okay. Find out how this goes. I mean we can head there right now. I mean, what else are we doing? Well, because Sid doesn't want us to go with him because we have Stormpiercer, and he doesn't want Stormpiercer being taken away. That was kind of the... Just put it in the bag. Just put it in the bag. That's actually not a bad idea. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go in the bag. I, I, I know that you don't want to go in the bag, but I kind of need you to go into the bag. Please don't put me in the bag. 
Well, wait, if Storm Pearson doesn't want to go in the bag, then then it's fine. What do we fine. do? Do, then... we, do we wrap it in a blanket? Do I take a pillowcase from upstairs? What do I do? Ooh, I like blankets. He likes blankets, all right. What do you mean you like blankets? You're a sword. That doesn't mean I can't appreciate comfort. (laughs) Now you have to tuck uh, him in when you go to sleep. What kind of... uh, Are we looking for like a nice light one? It's like a light chair or are you looking for like a duvet? You should go if... if Yes. Like, you guys figure it out. I'm, I'm out. Okay. So, Sid, you walk outside? Yep. Tirza, Grawl, you stay behind. I gotta go get a. I gotta go get a blanket for a sword. <laughs> Weird day. Yeah, to I stay behind. Okay. We've now split this the party so four ways to Sunday. This, Thank you for this. So dumb. This blessing that you've given me. <laughs> <clears throat> also, yeah. Sid, you. What happened to Cherish? Who cares, I guess. It's not like we're friends or anything. The the devil girl? You're fine. You're flying. You're back. You're probably doing the best out of all of us. I know I'm fine. I know I'm fine, but my good friend Sid Everlight just sort of sat down with uh, his two friends and. You mentioned that you were flying out yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. You already told us that that's where you were going. Yeah, you did. Because I asked you in character. Just now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Sorry. Just being a bitch for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) The Cherish Iron Strike story. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, Tirza, as Sid is walking towards the front door, Mm -hmm. Sadagar expresses solemn understanding as though he is very he understands what Sid is doing. I understand too, but I don't. That's good. I don't have to like it. It's... Sid, you walk outside. Yep. Hands raised. Yep. Okay. Walking outside, you are immediately met with the sight of a pair of Haven Guard. They're not the same ones you saw before. Oh, this burly orcish woman will like eyes going wide see you and like fumble for this crossbow she's got slung on her back this gnomish uh, haven guard officer who is standing nearby will in a much smoother motion just like wheel up this crossbow give it a kick in this tripod kind of like sets up. It's basically just a heavy crossbow, but this right. gnome has figured out how to wield it effectively. <laughs> Very cool. Ingenuity. Mm-hmm. And almost on accident, it seems the, the orchestra woman will like bang or buckler and that gong sound will come off and you see running from across the street another couple pairs of Haven Guard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is one of the ones that was chasing you earlier. Oh, oh, good. We had such a rapport. And with their truncheon out, uh, they will move forward, buckler raised, and they will ask, Are you going to come quietly this time? Yes. Sorry, I had to go to the restroom. 
the he gnome the best lets out a like a sharp giggle that is immediately stifled. <laughs> a, small, a small yeah. crowd begins forming around this scene that's playing out. It seems as though the passerbys in the street are stopping and like now there's this mm. circular ring watching this happening of just Stormhaven regulars just kind of like looking around, asking what's happening, who's what's going on, who's getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, a crowd. Uh, I, I shout out loud enough for everyone to hear. Yes, I'll go with you, but only because people's lives are on the line. <laughs> oh my god! I love. Let's hear it for the boy. <laughs> yes, I'll I'll help you catch the Harrowman. <laughs> okay, interesting. Oh and the Haven Guard will slowly close in towards you. The gnome will keep their heavy crossbow trained on you. The sergeant who had originally uh, shouted the alarm after you will move forward, stowing their truncheon and pulling out a pair of hefty-looking manacles. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> Turn towards the orcish woman um, and say, pat him down. It's a good call. They will do a search of you, and you have hidden on your person a set of lockpicks. Mm -hmm. And I do not believe you grabbed either the Stone of Far Speech or the Feather Token. I didn't. Okay. That would have been harder to, to hide. You could have done it, I believe. <laughs> you lucky duck. <laughs> they pass by the like interior sewn pocket in your leggings where you keep the and like you feel their hand brush over the lock picks or where they're being kept, but they just oh. keep padding on and there seems to be no uh detection of them. The lockpick in your pocket? Yeah. Oh, I I don't know if you noticed. I've been I've been working out the legs a lot, so it's pretty toned. So are you drawing attention to your leg now? <laughs> oh, let me feel again. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's good. That's Just good. Give I, I like that. Mm. The wow. sergeant will approach you and say, "Lace your fingers behind your head." Oh, sure. I do so. And he'll like approach. That? Am I doing it right? approach from behind, and he'll say, yes, yeah, clearly you've done this before. Once or twice. And he will say, loud enough for the crowd to hear, Sid Emberlite, you are under arrest for theft and possible murder from House Thornway. Allegedly. <laughs> the gnome will keep the crossbow train on you, the Half orc or the orcish woman will keep you covered with a, a her crossbow once you're being manacled, and mm -hmm. uh, the sergeant will bring your hands down once they're clasped together. A small link of chain separating the two manacles, and your hands are behind your back, chained together. And these four Haven Guard will begin marching you away. <sighs> As you move, I need you to give me a perception check. Mm -hmm. 
will be 22. 22. A face in the crowd stands out to you. It's a face you haven't seen in years. And it's a face that's been changed with time and age. There are new scars that weren't there before. And there is a raven tattoo peeking up from under the collar of their shirt on their neck. But it is unmistakably your old gangmate, Jace McQuaid. I knew it. I... <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. And he makes eye contact with you as you're being led away. And he gives you a smile. <sighs> All right. And you were led away. Yeah. You are shuffled southward towards the uh, the large. Well, it's almost a fortress in terms of the Haven Guard's main fortifications here in Dustwater. It, it works as a training facility, as a general mustering point. It is a an armory. It is their primary base of operations. There is a stable here where they house a lot of carriages and axe beaks. Apparently axe beaks are the preferred mount of the Haven Guard in the city. They are less uh, unwieldy than... Then uh, horses, they can corner better, and they can get through tighter alleys as opposed to horses. They are also notoriously vicious, if not handled properly. They are assholes. Uh, if you try to feed them, they will bite your hand. Uh, if you try to pet them, they will bite your face. If you try to ride them, they will throw you off, kick you to death, and then continue to bite you. Sounds like a bird, yeah. I want four of them. Mm -hmm. I love them. I have a reindeer and an axe beak, okay? Can't have the best of everything. Says who? <laughs> this is D&D. &D. Yeah. Leave some fun for the rest of us, damn it. We can all... I said four. Mm -hmm. One for each well, of us. you're keeping all four of them to yourself. <laughs> Just... Your squad. <laughs> It takes about an hour to get to the Haven Guard main base. Other Haven Guard will like kind of filter in from the surrounding area to join the entourage that is leading you towards your final destination. By the time you reach the fort proper, you have a phalanx of Haven Guard sort of in a loose circle around you with the chained hands at your back, you are just surrounded by blue and silver uniforms. This seems like the appropriate amount of people to bring me in. He can't even do magic. Grawl, Tirza, what are you doing back at the, the Laughing Spirit? I mean... Um, Grawl has definitely dismissed the greatsword. Okay. The hunger fades, that, right? but now you're aware of it. Fuck. Um. <clears throat> I mean, besides, like, freaking out, 
Uh, actually, when once hmm, there, this place is like a shopping district, right? Or there's like shops around. There are shops around, but it's more of a residential district. At okay. least in this particular chunk. If you headed southward, you would get towards a more mercantile area. Okay. Um, then I'm going to hold off on that. I just... I have no... I don't know how I've been carrying this longsword so far, but I definitely don't have a place to put it. I assumed it was just, like, strapped to your backpack. Uh, exactly. I mean, yes. But now that I'm actually wielding it, I should probably have a, a sheath for it. Um, but we can't leave because of the whole situation with Sid, so, um, mm -hmm. I don't know, what's Grawl doing? Is Grawl just fine? <laughs> Is Grawl just, like, not phased at all by any of this? What, I mean, what, like, what? <clears throat> What do you want me to say? Like, I I don't want you to say anything. I just I I. I well, like I, there's nothing we can really do about it. I mean, we're not going to break him out of jail. Stormpiercer will say, "Uh, why not?" <laughs> because then that's a crime as well. And ah, okay, a lot more got of it. Them than there are of us. I don't like our. Odds. Yes, that would be poor odds. I do yes. not think he will go to jail, though. Where do you think he's going to go? He will go to the Haven Guard, he will explain the situation, and then he will be released. Alright then, so we don't need to freak out about anything, and I am right to be as relaxed as possible. Indeed! I like this sword. Gotcha this nice blanket. Ah, yes. I appreciate the weave. Yeah, so I might, I'm swaddling the sword like a baby, like a child. So I leave a little spot for, like, are there jewels in the hilt of, uh, in Stormpiercer at all? I don't believe so. No. Okay. No. I'm leaving a little bit for just, like, the hilt to show, just a little bit, like a mm -hmm. face spot so it, the voice doesn't get muffled. Uh. This is weird. <laughs> huh. If you are going to hide me in a blanket, you should hide all of me. The hilt is the oh, most distinguishable part of yeah. my personage. Right, right. Yeah, sorry, I was wrapping you like a child. I don't have... That does not make sense. I am a sword. <laughs> I, okay, anyways. I don't know. I don't know. How would I know? I don't have a... Uh, uh, Using your eyes, you would determine these things. <laughs> I know that you are a sword, okay? But you talk and things. I don't know if you are... <laughs> Okay, I, it's weird. Okay, anyways, I stu I, I muffle. <laughs> Is it just like... Or does his voice carry through the blanket? I mean, like, it's like talking through a blanket. Like, you can still be heard. And yeah. he doesn't have a mouth or an airway to block, so... I, I, I don't know. He is a sword. <laughs> I should do some more reading up on swords and how they how they. Yeah, speak. clearly you don't know uh, anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Actually, um, can I? We still haven't seen hide nor hair of Darren Dunn, correct? No. 
and it is getting late in the morning now. Yeah. Probably he is probably left. left. Yeah. Why would he do that? That's. He, he said he was going to. He said he was going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. We don't listen very well. Uh, it's not that I didn't <laughs> hear. It's just that that's. Oh no! Stupid. Hearing and listening are two different things. I know. Um. God, I'm gonna just check anyway. Um, can I cast locate object mm -hmm. on? I don't know his shirt. Okay. Uh, his particular shirt, which isn't super special outside of maybe the wine stains on it, though that would it make it It doesn't need to be special. I just yeah. need to have seen it. Yeah, true, true. Mm -hmm. uh, it is not within a thousand feet. Okay. Yeah, I figured that. But head. Ugh. Indeed. <laughs> um... Well, there goes potentially our path into Fair Aimseer as well. He did say he would meet you at Enclave. That's true, but why would we not travel to... <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, I think I think Tirza knows all this. I think she's just like, uh, this situation is anxious-making. Um, mm. I don't know what what else there is to do besides wait for Sid. So, okay. Reed, if you have any ideas... Um, if not, I mean, do we have anything we need to go to uh, Duskwalker for? Yes, no. Should we wait for Cherish? I, 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 I mean, need anyone to carry anything for you? Sword, subtle. No, Grawl, I don't okay. need you to carry my sword for me. Right. I need it on so that I can right. wield it. Right, we're in the town, I think we'll be fine. And don't bring up the cultists trying to stab us like last time. I think yeah, this is different I... this time. Anyways, I think we should make our way towards uh, where they're probably going to hold Sid, or not hold Sid, where he's going to be coming from, and we'll wait for him there. Uh, do we know where this is? Mike? No. You are not super familiar with Stormhaven, either of you. Um, Bartender. And the, the dwarf behind the bar will glance over and say, Another round? Um, uh, no. I'm actually wondering if you had a bit of information for us. Um, our friend, uh, the half-elf, um, fine, fine young man, uh, was just uh, uh, just left with some fine members of the Haven Guard. I was wondering, where would they be taking him if they were to find the nearest station? The dwarf will crack this like crooked smile and say, <laughs> Pinched by the silver stripes, huh? Yes. 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 I don't... That phrase is all... Depends good. what he did. Might be taking him up to Brackish Way, eh? Sure. Where is that? Brackish? <laughs> you don't know? 
I mean, I'm not from here. I'm just looking for the local police station ah. or Haven Guard. A uh, Haven Guard station? It's different, isn't it? South of here, they've got their main base. Oh, okay. Well, um, uh, how long would that take to get there? Just curious. About an hour. On foot. Perfect. Perfect. Um, any any directions? Do I have to just follow the main road? Go right. Uh, Head south. Don't go so south that you hit Wyvern Lane, and when you see the big fort full of silver stripes, you know you got there. Perfect. Thank you, my good sir. And I hand him a gold. Uh, dwarf, thank you. They'll take the gold. All right, adjusting my gold values. <laughs> Money just spent. Not well spent, but spent. <laughs> <laughs> Netta will give Grawl an appraising look while he's having this conversation and turn towards you, Netta, or turn towards you, Tirza, and say, Why are you so insistent on becoming entangled in this criminal enterprise that Sid is a part of? He's not part of a criminal enterprise, first of all. He's my friend, and we need to stay together. <laughs> Looks around at the seat that's I know. probably be sitting. <laughs> I'm just worried he's my friend, and I know you hate him, but I do not I do not hate the boy. I know your feelings are complicated, Sid, and I I understand. I understand, but I'm. I simply want you to be aware that if you become entangled in this, it may prevent you from from doing your duty, from learning what needs to be learned, from. Finding the truth about what all of this, and she'll, like, gesture towards your new sword, what this means. You cannot do these things from a prison cell. I, you can't do it without him, though. Am I hearing this? Is this, like, happening yeah. at like, a, a table? I mean, I think it's just happening right here. <laughs> you yeah. are still sort of having your conversation with the barkeep. Okay, <laughs> okay. Never mind. I didn't say that. I mean... I... I'm already entangled with all th three of them. With And I... don't know that I can do this without them. And also, I agree I can't do it from a prison cell, which is why I don't understand why Sid offered himself up to the Haven Guard that's very out of character. Perhaps he is revealing his true character. Give me an insight roll. Yeah, that's... <laughs> 
oh my god, I'm so mad at myself right now. I'm so good at insight, but I just rolled a two. So that's <laughs> a seven, I think. Maybe Neto's right. <sighs> she definitely said those words in an approving way. As though... Yeah. This maybe has changed her opinion of Sid a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Drop I mean, is, it is ostensibly the right thing to do, but... I... <sighs> But Sid would never do the right thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The hell's the right thing? Yes, yes. Uh, tears are in my head. I just, I need them with me. I do not... I understand... Perhaps my own biases are getting in the way. <laughs> I mean... I, I think in this particular situation, they might be. Then here is my question for you, Tirza. You need your friends to do what needs to be done. But do you need me? Grawl, it's about that time you're wandering back to the table. Oh, um... Just, just sees it and then just rotates. <laughs> just the look after crawl, like oh, it's no, it's the, it's, it's the it's I I've got my back to them, but just a thumbs up comes up, <laughs> just like just you you're doing great, <laughs> good, but even you. It's it's oddly comforting. <laughs> I mean, of, of course, I want you with me. What, what would you do if you didn't come with us? Perhaps I would return to the Bari. Perhaps I would attempt to find some of the other former students of Rashad, learn some of the greater truths they were taught that I was perhaps too young to learn. Perhaps I would do what I could to earn my return to the Thunder God. I do not know.
I... Whatever I did, it would be in support of you, Tirza. I, under- I understand. I... I. We just met up with you again, and I... I have missed um, your guidance. Um, Perhaps it is my guidance that is serving as an anchor that That holds you back from discovering greater truths. In your time away from me is when you've discovered the truth about Rashad. When you spoke to our gods. I was not there for these things. I was raised in an older way, in the way that is known among the Jarashir. You are discovering a new way, and I would not burden you with my with my own biases. I do not know if I can see the path that you are blazing, but I am willing to follow. So distracted by Elliot silently singing Wide Open Spaces. I don't think you're right. I don't think you're keeping me from new discoveries and I don't I don't think you've held me back. I I don't think I would have the strength to do what I've done so far if it wasn't for your mentorship and but I do wonder if we might not have a better chance of figuring out what if we part ways. I do not use this term lightly, Tirza, but it seems as though you have been blessed with the sight to see the future for the Jarashir. Prophet is perhaps not the correct word, but you see things that others do not. You are following a road that others cannot see. I do not believe your importance should be understated. <laughs> and 
I would do whatever it is you would ask of me. Augur Bear. I would ask you not to put so much pressure on me. Um, <clears throat> do you say that? No, I don't say that. <sighs> That's Olivia, who is full of anxiety at all times. <laughs> um, you're... I think then I then I think that's what you should do. I I think if you if you can find anyone else who might Give us some sort of lead to follow in terms of what our people's true purpose is within the valley and and beyond, maybe. I then I think you should search for it. She would let out a long sigh, but not. <laughs> but also don't leave me. <laughs> she will eye the the necklace at your around your neck, the, the pendant of Shamar and the Wise that she gave you, and she will smile with that brittle, flaking steel smile of hers, that underused emotion on her face. And her eyes, with the crow's feet bunching around their corners, she will smile and nod and say, This will be just like old times, when I was but a girl and searching for the answers in the weave of magic, as Rashad once taught me. This will be good. I, I would put this task in no other person's hands. She will give you a steady look, her face kind of resuming its same stoic glare, and she will say, You can trust me. She will stand up and say, As Ozzy Dehaka, swiftness is key. Please... When Sid, and she's like struggling for the words here, when he is clear of this, perhaps 
you have my permission to to he, I... sh he should perhaps know I... I I could not bring myself to tell him earlier today I will. He you... believes I hate him. I would have him know otherwise. He is clearly important to you. You can trust me. I know I can. And she will turn and move up the stairs towards her room to gather her stuff. Sid. Yo. You're led into a large keep at the center of this fort. It okay. is made of stout timbers and brick. There is tin roofing to one side, and as you're moving through what looks like a, a practice yard, you see a couple of Haven Guard doing something around a crate. They seem to be testing some kind of item. And even as you watch, they the two Haven Guard members will, with like a pair of tongs each, will like pick up some kind of canister out of the crate and like set it down on the ground. And then they will scamper away from it. And it's in like the center of this big like football field sized testing field. They will nod towards one of their compatriots who has a long bow with like a flaming arrow attached and he's about a probably 200 yards away and he'll pull back fire the arrow with keen precision will strike the canister and then a humongous violently green explosion will erupt in the center of the yard and all of the haven guard around will like stop and look and one nearby will say, The fuck was that? And the gnome who is among you will say, It's some of the Ica coming up from the south. Some of the what coming up from the south? Icker? Is that Icar. what you said? Icker is what the gnome said, yeah. Okay. And there's like muttering around you from the guards. So the four who initially arrested you are definitely more focused on bringing you in, but the guards surrounding you and like the loser crowd are like whispering and like people are talking about this substance that's started appearing in the city. Can I try to pick up as much information uh, just by listening? Give me a perception check. Haha, <laughs> nat 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so you're not really focusing on where you're going. Instead, you're kind of like eyes forward, but ears open, mm -hmm. kind of doing an active listening of the, the rumor mill swirling around you. And you're catching bits of conversation that are happening, not only in the guards marching you in, but also in some of the other conversations. Uh, there's like, oh, damn, like exclamations coming from people who are testing this substance, you get the sense that this is a a new thing that has just hit the streets of the city. It is within the last month this substance has begun appearing in 
the Alchemist Guild, in the, uh, like, chemical distribution companies, in mm-hmm. uh, certain criminal hands. Uh, its first appearance was in the use of a, uh, a vault break-in. Huh. It was specifically a vault that was owned by the Divine Athenium. And that happened about three weeks ago. Was taken. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. That could be so many different people. It's Finebrook, though, because Maybe. I don't care who else it is. I'm going to blame him for all my problems. It's probably the Queen, but sure. That's fair. Led by Finebrook, secretly. <laughs> I guess that's possible. Yeah, it and is. the name you hear used a lot is Icker. Icker. With a natural 20, uh, you would also hear that the rumor is that people are getting this stuff from the swamp that's popped up down south. Gotcha. Hmm. And that was a natural 20? Ugh, okay. You'd actually probably yeah. get one more thing, too. Um, specifically that... Uh, House Scolario, which is one of the big merchant houses, mm-hmm. is apparently trying to, like, sell this stuff in certain corners of the city. Interesting. How's it taste? <laughs> like nitroglycerin. Mm. Without even realizing it, as you're focusing on all of this, you find yourselves walking up the steps into this keep. A wrought iron door is swung open, and you are led inside. Most of the Haven Guard who are escorting you leave off when you go through the doors. It's only the sergeant and one of the officers who accompanies you inside. Okay. Inside is a shit ton more Haven Guard. Figured as much. There is Weird. an active duty desk sergeant at the front of this place, and right behind him is a large central room where you see a bunch of desks set up where Haven Guards are at work. Essentially, they're doing paperwork, they're filing forms, they're uh, going back and forth talking to each other. You see a couple of plain glows Haven Guard getting off duty and like moving away from the building with packs slung over their shoulders. You see the front of this place is actually a waiting room. There are several chairs set up and people are waiting to talk to somebody here. So there are citizens here that are watching you come in through the front doors. Oh. And they see your manacled hands and your purposeful stride. You're walked past the deck sergeant, walked through the uh, open area and towards the back where you see an office door. That office door says commander. Okay. Below that word, it says a name. Preet Keel. Okay. P-R-E-E-T-K-E-E-L. Okay. Cool. 
You are walked inside this office. You are sat down in a chair. Your manacles are undone. Oh. And then the two Haven guard will turn around and leave. And the whole time that happens, there is a thin-faced man smoking a thin cigar, sitting behind the desk, staring at you while this occurs. You immediately recognize this man. He has sharp, craggy features, uh, weathered olive skin, and sharp, striking gray eyes. And he is smoking this cigar, and he will blow out some smoke, and then put it out in an ashtray on his desk. And he'll say, I hope my boys weren't too rough with you, Mr. Embolite. Uh, no. They were, uh, perfectly lovely. So, Preet Keel. It's nice to actually you know, Commander get a name with... Keel. If you don't mind. Well, it's nice to have a name associated with the face after so many meetings. Yes, unfortunate, I should say. Yeah, that is, um, that's a good word. I tend to use it a lot in my line of work. Right. Do you know why you're here, Mr. Amberlite? Uh, yeah, they um, mentioned something about theft and a possible... Well, actually, I only heard the theft part. You are currently under arrest yeah. for the theft of goods from House Thornway. Mm -hmm. And you are wanted for questioning in regards to the murder of Lord Galder Thornway. Mm. Now, you and I both know that at least half of that is bullshit. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page there, yeah. And on that very same page, you and I both know that it would have taken someone exceptionally well-placed to A use my resources to find and arrest you in a city of nearly three-quarters of a million people, and B, figure that you are responsible for the murder of the man who stole, and he'll, like, lift up a paper, most of your mother's estate? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Lord Galder Thornway, and he'll, like, flip the paper again and, like, start to... It seems like he's reading from a file. <sighs> Re-obtain the possessions of one... Hmm. Angela? I'm assuming that was your mother? Yeah. Seems he owned the... The dojo she ran and operated. Mm -hmm. And after her passing, he repossessed the property and all personal items held within. Yeah. And I see here 
some paperwork saying you were properly taken care of, sent to an orphanage of some very well-renowned. I'm yeah, assuming was... that did not occur. Uh, well-renowned is not the word I would describe it, but sure. And I see here a listing of a stipend set aside in your name, held in trust until you reached adulthood. What? I'm... Wait, what? A what trust. Is, what's go, what? Who? Who? Who's trust? Who? Who is the stipend from? I would assume Lord Thornway, the late Lord Thornway, I should say. He left money for for me. Technically, I believe it is your mother's money that has been accruing interest for the last decade. Seven gold. Okay. Okay. I'm sure the banking guild will be loath to part with it, but they will hold up their end of the bargain, I'm sure. So... So the the Thornways were holding on to this stuff with the intention of giving it to me? Is that what you're saying? I have no idea what the intention of Lord Galder Thornway was, because, Sid, on the night that you broke into their home and stole that sword back, Lord Galder was murdered. Okay. And seeing as there is rather a lot of proof that you were on the grounds that evening. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was there. I, I stole the sword. I figured that's what you were bringing me in for. Ostensibly, yes. We have been told to bring charges to you on that account. The new Lord Thornway believes that you are responsible for the death of his father. Which means that it was probably him. Just saying. I know we're not here for this, but like... So he thinks oh, yeah. he's... Okay. Seems to think I did it then. I mean, hey, it makes sense. I certainly have... <laughs> I would have motivation. Uh, you had motivation, you had the means, you had the opportunity. You were on the grounds of the Thornway estate on the night of his death. Do you, so, do you think, what do you think about this? I don't think anything, Mr. Amberlight. I'm a member of the Haven Guard. I follow the truth wherever it leads. Hmm... So what do you need from me, then? I need from you is proof that you are not the Harrowman. A story will run in the broadsheets tomorrow that you have been arrested under suspicion of being the Harrowman. That your first murder was that of 
Lord Galdathornway. Okay. And that that gave you a taste for the blood of nobility. It will be a very sad story about how you were stripped of your life and well-being by the nobility of this city, but that you took justice into your own hands and found a taste for blood. Hmm. It will be a very compelling story, I'm told. Well, that's really going to clash with the vibe I've been putting out for the last five years, but, you know, hey, that's fine. Ah, Makes for a bit of a sensational headline, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, I can't wait to read it. What I want from you, Mr. Amberlight, is twofold. Well, perhaps one or the other. Honestly, it doesn't matter to me. I'll leave this city with best haste, preferably before tomorrow, or find the real Harrowman and prove that you're innocent. Okay. How will how would I do that uh, behind bars here? And he'll look at his office door and look at you, and he'll say, I don't see any bars. So I'm not under arrest? You're currently being processed over at the bulwark. Brackish Court okay. will have you in its custody within the hour. Okay. So... I need to prove I'm innocent then. I can do that. That's fine. I am glad one of us is confident. <laughs> I don't really... <sighs> yeah, I don't really have a choice, so... Yeah. There's always a choice, Mr. Amberlight. Mm, no, 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 no. Not in this case. Not in this case, because the... The people of Stormhaven cannot think that I am the Harrowman. That is, that's completely tarnishing my reputation. And also, you'll go to jail. He also gave the option. This is to this is to Olivia. He also gave the option to just leave the city. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sidian. <laughs> There's always a choice, Mr. Amberlight. Regardless of how direct you might see the situation. So is this a, a kind of thing where I just have to, my own resources, figure it out myself, or am I going to get any help from you guys here? And he will say, As of tomorrow evening, the evening story of the broadsheets will say that Sidian Emberlite, the harrowman, killer, slayer of nobility, has made a daring escape from Brackish Court. That you are loose on the city, and that all nobility should fear your coming yet again. 
at that point, you will be considered persona non grata to all Haven Guard within the city. And there is nothing I can do to help you. Until that happens, though, Sidian Emberlight is in prison. Okay. Yeah, I can I can find this person. Excellent. Rest assured the Haven Guard is doing everything they can to catch this killer as well. But public opinion will quickly turn against you. Um well this is great. This is good. This is better than I uh, thought. So, is there anything... What do you know so far, I guess? Where should I start? And he will reach down into his desk and pull out a thick folder of what looks like documents. Uh, and he will place it on the table. And he says, Wouldn't you know it? The filing here is gone straight to shit. I see him to have lost all information regarding the Harrowman case. That's, you know, the fact that it's an ongoing case, you should really be more careful. Stuff. Indeed I should, Mr. Emberlight. Indeed I should. I take it. I... Well, I'll, I'll take a look at it in a bit. Um... Okay, well, I will um, be sure to not arouse too many suspicions while I'm looking around, poking my nose uh, into into things. Um, do I have any way of contacting you if I find anything out? And he will reach into his vest pocket and pull out a silver pocket watch and say... I think you have a pretty good option where that is concerned. I knew I could communicate with Zenerva. I wasn't aware that I could communicate with... Oh, now I understand. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I, I assume she's aware of the situation. pray that she is correct about you, Mr. Emberlight. If well, I that had all my way, you would, in fact, be in Brackish Court at this moment, just to save me the headache. Well, uh... But Zenerva Arkantol seems to think you have a higher calling. Yeah. I suppose I do. Haven't you heard the stories? As I said... I follow the truth, wherever it may lead. Okay. Well, Commander, thank you very much. I will not let you down. It's not me you'll be letting down, Mr. Amberlight. I'm told it is the valley. Yeah, that's correct. And he will resume whatever paperwork he, it is he had in front of himself. He'll pick up his put-out cigar and relight it with a spark from his fingertip. Hmm. Back the way I came? 
whatever means you find most amenable. He says without looking up. Great. Uh, all right. I guess I'll <laughs> head out. Okay. As you leave the fort, you find that most of the Haven Guard here pointedly don't look at you. They seem to be ignoring your presence almost entirely. Every once in a while, one of them will, like, glance up at you, and uh, then they'll get an, a firm elbow from one of their compatriots, and then they'll just look away. What I wouldn't give to have this, like, ten years ago. All right, yeah, I... <laughs> I leave. Uh... And I will take um, the subtlest way I can think to head back. Um, but yeah, we'll see about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Being out right. on the streets free, at least for the time being, you take a breath of the city air. You feel the cobblestones beneath your feet. And for the first time in months, you feel at home in a place. The city is breathing around you. The veins of the roads coursing with its blood, the people of the city. You can feel the heartbeat of it. It's a sensation you didn't know you'd even lost until you'd spent so much time out in the wilds of the world. But now you're in a different sort of wilds. And this place, at least, you know how to get around, you know who to talk to, you know how to get things done. Cherish Iron Strike. <laughs> it is early evening when the halfling who had turned into a giant owl swoops down into Nightside. It is cold and dark. You see the long shadows of the walls of Old Haven stretching out across the district where it gets its namesake from. Clifftop looks out over the darkened light scattering of forests, not nearly the, the dread, huge, imposing figure of the Eastwood, but lightly dotted forested hills. You are brought down into uh, Daisy Chain Lane. And even from this point in the day, you can see at least one funeral proce procession moving up the road towards the Queen's Court. This mm -hmm. area has a constant procession of funerals happening here. It is the main thoroughfare that runs north to south through Nightside. You're about midway up it. Mm -hmm. The small jewelry shop of Shemeshka is just off this main road, tucked behind an old, dilapidated uh, flower shop that mostly sells a special breed of black rose, the origin of which you never learned. This jewelry shop is cramped and hoarder-ish 
but it has some of the best quality goods in the city. Things that other people would display under glass are thrown into heaps in this shop. The quality is without question, but the care definitely raises an eyebrow. And this is something you would know about this person. You mm-hmm. apprenticed under them for the better part of a year. And did I describe Shemeshka to you before? Uh, you said that she was kind of like a, I mean, you said she was a, a fox, a fox person. This is correct. Um, like, a. uh, oh God, I wrote like the actual adjective down. Hold on. I even drew a little picture of her in my journal. What I thought she looked like. She's vulpine. Yes, vulpine. Um, she's fox an older, folk. older, older fox folk. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I guess I characterized her as like kind of, maybe not surly, but like just constant, maybe like constantly grumpy, mm-hmm. like a weird aunt. As you settle down in front of her shop, uh, the owl takes your money at the last leg of this journey and uh, hoots back off into the night. You are left in the lee of darkness in Nightside, and you suddenly, with now a little bit of hindsight, kind of realize just how kind of creepy this place is. The buildings are tall and rickety. The They seem to lean unsettlingly towards the roads. The brickwork here is chipped and old. The masonry of the roads is worn and ancient. There is a moroseness to this neighborhood that is probably more than a little bit due to the fact that it sits in the shadow of, well, everything. The Queen's Court mm-hmm. to the north, the Eastwood to the east, the Blood Street to the south, this long row of butchers that uh, runs parallel to the river so that the offal and blood can run straight into the Haven Flow. There is no gate from Old Haven into Nightside. The only way to get here is roundabout, or up and over, or down and under. Approaching the shop, you see that there's a light on inside. It's getting later in the evening, but you never knew Shemeshka to actually close her doors. At a certain point, she'd just kick you out. But you would never actually close yeah. the shop. Um, you, yeah. yeah, knock on the door. Okay. Um, there's no response, but that's not necessarily unusual. Yeah, I mean, if it's unlocked, then like, you know, do the whole knocking thing and then opening it. Yeah. The name of this shop is simply called Fine Jewelry. And that name is carved above the door. There's no sign, per se. There's no stenciled on the the windows of the shop. It's just carved with a penknife above the doorframe. God damn it, she's so cool. You just walk in? Yeah. Okay. There is a like... low, like, clonk-clonk as this big, heavy bell rattles on the interior doorframe. 
This place uh, smells of strange, vibrant incense that she had a, a passion for collecting. You can see the, the model hands and, like, mannequin necks scattered around the shop displaying some jewelry. Some of it is the same that you saw there before. There are custom pieces halfway being made off to one side. There's a sales mm -hmm. counter near the back. Uh, not made of glass, but of, like, rough wood. Mm -hmm. There's a beaded curtain behind that counter. Uh, Miss Shemeshka? Uh, I, I don't know if you remember me, but, um, my name is Cherish. I'm, like, closing the door behind, behind me. Okay, there's another clonk-clonk as the door closes behind you. And Maz will say in your mind, Has it ever struck you that this place is eerily similar to the center of that strange shop you visit sometimes? You, you look around and, like, you mention it. the placement of the counter and of the beaded curtain is just like, huh. Odd. Now that you mention it. A little bit. Hmm. Perhaps I'll have to ask him about that next time. Maybe they know each other. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, you've lost contact with the lesser at this point, by the way. He is going to catch up at some point, but, uh, he could not fly as fast as you or the giant owl. Yeah, that's that's fair. He's doing his best. He's flapping as hard as he can with his little imp wings. With his little imp wings. <clears throat> you shout out for Shemeshka and a a rough, scratchy voice from the back wall. Hmm? I love her already. <laughs> uh, I I apprenticed under you a few years ago. Um, Cherish Iron Strike. Iron Strike, Iron Strike. Yes, yes, the purple one. Yep, that's me. And sweeping out of the back, pushing the curtain aside, you will see this kind of red and speckled with gray furred foxwoman with this like voluminous dress on. She always wore like old finery. Like she's ready to go to a ball, but that ball was 50 years ago and she never got out of the dress. Rings clad her fingers to almost get to the point of like a weapon. They're so like laden on her fingers necklaces hold, like pull her head down into a, a low like kind of hunch a little bit giant diamond flecked earrings pierce all the way up her long vulpine ears and her nose with those long whiskers will like twitch as she comes out and she'll like glance around and finally see you and her eyes will go a little wide she say yes yes cherish iron strike so fortuitous hmm? Um, I mean, maybe. I mean, for, for me, I guess. 
Um, uh, <laughs> I, I need, um, assistance, uh, with repairing a, a piece of jewelry. And I, unfortunately, I, I don't have enough money to fix it myself, but if I could just, and um, as you're talking, she's sort of like circling you a little bit and then sweeping towards the door. Um, if I could maybe just pay for materials and I could, I could fix it myself or I could, I could, uh, work here for a, a day or so to kind of work it off. I, yes, yes. Shouldn't be a problem. Item. Shouldn't be a problem. And she's saying as she's moving over to the door and she'll throw a deadbolt. Pay for materials, of course. The material cost. That's always the trick, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she'll sweep, yeah. sweep back over Small to you and like hold, hold out these like long clawed hands that are covered in rings to where your uh, forge bond item is so she can inspect it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like yeah, uh, not resisting, I guess. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, you see the, the gemstone on the, the far... And she clutches your hand left. very tightly and, like, holds Maz and begins tilting it back and forth. And from this, like, long bits of necklaces, uh, somewhere in there she roots around and finds a jeweler's glass that's hanging on a chain. It's called a loop. Um, fair enough. Sorry, I work in a jewelry shop. I can't. <laughs> it's a compulsion now. <laughs> Using the loop, she'll glance down at the... And showing none of the tacit, like, faux pas hesitancy of someone touching somebody else's forge bond item. She'll just, like, clutch it and hold it close to her face. Her muzzle to one side as she'll stare down at the broken placement. That's probably because she's known all along that it's not a forge bond item, but whatever, okay. <laughs> and she'll say, terrible, terrible! How did this break? How did this break? Well, it was it was odd, and I, I'm not sure if, if you've heard of something like this happen before, but I was trying to fix someone else's forge bond item. It had broken, and it was dying and we were trying to find the owner and I, I was trying to keep it going until we we found the the person and yeah. using and doing that broke the gemstone indeed indeed conducting soul mending without a proper frame very dangerous very dangerous okay I didn't realize that's what I was doing oh wow gosh Yes, well, one of your kind can do these sorts of things, of course, but uh, without training, without the proper anchors. Uh, it's no wonder the uh, the price on your head is so high, child. <laughs> Record scratch sound. <laughs> I guess you're wondering how I got myself into this situation. <laughs> uh, you flew. You flew. You willingly chose to go there. And, and boy, are my arms tired. Um, I think Cherish, like, does have, like, a record scratch 
panic moment, but like, like, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> so you know about that then. When the Lord of Bator sends out a missive saying, one debt removed, well, I am not as spry as I used to be, but Shemeshka the Marauder still keeps her ear to the pulse of such things. <laughs> And where do we go from here? I suppose that depends. On what? On whether or not you can help me. I can sure try. <laughs> and Shemeshka begins to laugh. And she'll say, It's very simple, really. I simply need an item. Anything in particular? Of course. Particularities are one of my kinds. Well, <laughs> Gehenna is a very particular place, child. What do you need? There is a shop that you frequent. Yes. Within that shop, there is a man. I know of him. And I need the smallest bit of that man. Blood, skin, hair, though he tends to keep that shaved for this particular reason. Mm-hmm. Any of these things will do. Is there a timetable I'm working on? Give it a week. After that point, I can't promise I won't reach out to interested parties. Hmm? I'll do my best. That's all that Shemeshka asks of you. I was about to say at the same time, that's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. And in the meantime, please feel free to avail yourself of the <laughs> material costs of fixing your forge bond item. Thank you. You're welcome. It's always nice to see a familiar face. Hmm? Kind of yank my hand out of her hand. 
and as soon as you do, you hear Maz begin to scream. This oh, thing great. is a Yugoloth. Do not. Oh, oh, you can hear me now. Yeah, I couldn't 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 hear you. Didn't realize you were saying anything. This creature really is not mortal. Oh. Yeah, kind of gathered that. Under Shemeshka's helpful gaze, you go about and have all the tools and materials you need to fix Maz. Fuck my life. A very well-cut small diamond is placed back in the sconce which once held it. You work the fitting again so that it seals tight around the gemstone. Shemeshka giving tips here and there. Maz lets out a sigh of relief when the work is done. Shemeshka will unlock the front of her door, give you a warm smile. And as you walk out into the night, she will say, I hope you can get me what I seek by the beginning of the month of so, child. I would hate to see a resource like you go to waste over something as frivolous as the blood war. Hmm? Again, all I can do is my best. And your best is terrifying. <laughs> The title card for the next episode. <laughs> the gang kills Omitep. No. <laughs> um, Fuck no. Uh-uh. He has a gun. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he has a gun. You mean he probably he has, has that. He probably has Definitely a gun. has many. Like a He's got magical like guns gun. and things <sighs> that also have guns attached to them. The Gundam probably has a gun. Yeah. Oh, no. The minute the minute we see Omitep, I'm going to be like, uh, hey. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> I ain't trying to fuck with you or her, but like, <laughs> you have a backup security clone. <laughs> oh boy, For just such an occasion. Yeah. So um, okay. so we're in trouble. We're in so <laughs> what do you mean? much trouble. Grawl, dude, y'all just need to not pick up the phone. Fuck, damn it! What? You are still at the laughing <laughs> spirit, yes. Uh, are, are we? I don't yeah. know. That's so, what I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. So you and Tears are still sitting down in the common room of the Laughing Spirit? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Fuck my life. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay, just for our audio listeners, both Lisman and Elliot have their heads in their respective hands, just like, oh, God. What, what are you? I'm an idiot sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh. Donkey. The two of you have been anxiously turning your heads, craning to see every person who walks into this inn throughout the day as you've been cautiously waiting 
with hope that either of your companions would return. Mm-hmm. As you do, Netta will eventually come downstairs and say her goodbyes. She will embrace you, Tirza, and let you know that she will find a way to reach out to you if she discovers anything. Okay. Do I get a hug, too? She gives you a firm pat on the shoulder. Hey, that's more than I was expecting. Thank you. I appreciate it. And... She says to you, Grawl, mm-hmm. I am sorry I have not taken enough time to get to know you. It is okay. You are very busy. But you are important to Tirza, and so I hope you do not die. <laughs> well said. I really that meant a lot. I too hope I that I don't die. We got big plans. And then she leaves to parts unknown, though she says she's going to start at Kathbari and maybe swing down to Blue Gulch to reconnect with Kalkin if she can. Because of the whole, you know, hobgoblin thing as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Taken care of. <sighs> Everything happens so much. There's no problem with the hobgoblins anymore. Not As the day winds on, minutes turn to hours, the afternoon begins to stretch. Eventually, you see a. a small gaggle of people come in. Most of them dressed in black. Most of them sporting a raven or crow tattoo somewhere on their body. They look like they want to look very cool. Do they look very cool? Some of them are trying harder than others, so it's a mixed bag. Is there, like, an, an excess of belts on most of them? Yeah, like, belts yeah. where there don't need to be any belts. Yeah, a lot like of zippers. Belts a lot of up. zippers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some excessive chains. Yeah, everything's yeah. Uh-huh. studded. Stuff is studded. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It doesn't need to be studded. It, all their outfits are both well-fitted, but also loose. It's hard to explain. There's one or two of them that clearly don't have black hair naturally, and you can see some of the, like, the dye staining on their mm. scalp a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I remember high school. <laughs> yeah, yes. Are they high schoolers? Like age wise? They range like... from no. young to like the more put together ones are definitely older. The ones who are like trying to like be in that look uh are definitely leaning towards the younger side. The How older ones are more braces? like self assured. There are no braces. Magic can fix most heat problems. Um <laughs> never thought about that. Huh. God, I wish Neat. magic was real. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Dentomancy right. is a uh, a vaunted career of magic user. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but you see them coming in, 
and uh, they are like cajoling each other. They go up to the bar. They get drinks. They are like talking loudly amongst each other. They are being given preferential service by the barkeeper. As you watch, one of them will like look over his shoulder towards the two of you, nudge a friend, and they'll like say something in a, a low whisper. Oh, girl, let's get into a fight. <laughs> there will be like a derisive laugh coming from that. It's 10.55 right now. I really don't want to get into combat. I'm sorry. <laughs> As girl looks at the, like, the, the clock. <laughs> uh, is it just them and us in the bar now? Oh, no, there's plenty much? of other people. Oh, okay. All right. What time is it? What time? Like, what? Like, it's hard to... I can't really tell what time it is right now. For yeah, us. it's about, like, three in the afternoon. Okay. Uh, stretching Wait. on towards evening. Oh, happy hour. Yeah. Sid will probably arrive here anytime now, based on the length of journey he took, and then the conversation he had, and then the somewhat circuitous route he is taking to return. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that. It's true. Yeah. Just setting up the timeline um, here. Yeah. Cherish is still in the uh, air somewhere above Stormhaven. Sid is winding his way back. And as the two of you sit anxiously, these gang members, for lack of a better term. They uh, are members of a gang. Like, are definitely aware of your presence. They are talking amongst themselves. Then they will have their drinks and leave. They must have been talking, like, about how cool we look. Our badassery. Um, oh. Almost certainly. That's exactly yeah. what they were saying. <laughs> How could they not? I mean, anyways. Cool. When the next person comes in through the door, you are somewhat surprised to see the disheveled form of Darren Dunn. He will walk almost obliviously straight up to the bar, and he's having some kind of conversation. The barman will then, like, turn him almost physically and point towards the two of you, and then he'll go, Oh! Oh, <laughs> and he'll kind of stagger over to the two of you and say, I was expecting to have to k- catch up with all of you. How's it going? What did I miss? <laughs> Everything. So much happened today. So it much. was great. And I think it is there that we are going to end tonight's episode of Material Components. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Um... I just can't trust anybody, I guess. I guess that's the lesson we learned today. Not your familiar, not your forge-bound item. What forge-bound item? Air quotes. (laughs) Uh, Not my mentors. (laughs) Honestly, my my, my, uh, foster mom is the only fucking person I can trust. It's better than nothing. Hey, it's I owe you a nothing. life debt, so I'm better. Uh, oh, I, that's I true. Grawl, above Grawl and Kalkin. Just 
Yeah. As long as you <laughs> as long as you never shake girls' hands, then you're good. Yeah. yeah. One day I'm 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 training for the high five thing right now, and one day I'm just gonna sneak in. Uh, like, uh, like, no, oh, yeah, Here, here's your freedom handshake. Ah, I'm free. Well, see, Later. that's the thing is that, like, I just keep forgetting to do it. So much is going on. Like, remind me and I'll do it. <laughs> Cherish feels no, super bad about it. Girl forgets. He thinks anyway. he's leading this posse. <laughs> anyway. I digress. Anyway. Elliot C. Lewis. On Twitter. Uh, yeah. Uh, is that me? Am I up? No, it's me, but you can oh, go. You. No, you do it. After <laughs> uh, we yeah. Mm. It's like uh, in in classes where everyone has their assigned seat, even though it's not really assigned. Um, hey guys, I am on Twitter at cryoutolivia. Um, God, everything happens so much. <laughs> guys, come hang out. <laughs> just. Pet my head through the internet, I guess. <laughs> pet hashtag head pet. Um, <laughs> yeah, if if you want to find me on the internets, all of the internets, um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Readimus. Um, yeah, figure out a sweet, sweet uh, one-liner for me to say to um, Finebrook the next time I pick up, because uh, <laughs> I know it's him. I'll figure out if I can call him somehow. Just leave nasty phone messages in his head. I don't know. How do I how do I send pictures via mind waves? It's a very good question. I just want to send him all of like the gross things that I find out in the in the world. Just like, hey, here's some trash things in the view. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, here's a butt. Whatever. It's not mine. <laughs> <sighs> Um, and <laughs> here's this blood specter from this person I killed. Yeah, yeah. enjoy, soak it in. He would love yeah. that. No. Um, and I, I am not on social media, but that's okay. Because instead of contacting me, you can rate our show on whatever pot, uh, whatever platform you're uh, consuming our podcast with. And uh, something you can do is include the name of an NPC in the subject line. And we just may include that name in the campaign. Who knows? In, in fact, we I mean, will. No, we will definitely yeah. do that. Yeah, there's yeah, no that. may. There's no, there's no may. Or there's buts. no ifs, ands, or buts, except for the one that Grawl uh, took a picture of. Yeah, um, yeah. with his mind camera. It's <laughs> called a memory. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yes, please do that. Actually, I think there yeah. is a spell that uh, we'll get to that off show. But yeah, yeah. Grawl, right. I think I might have a spell for you. Perfect. <laughs> I'm so happy we're discovering. Yep. Yes, and of course you can find me on Twitter at MKGurgoni, where you can come shout at me at all of... Sorry, I got distracted by reaching for a book. Um, it's fine. We're a well-oiled machine at this point. Uh, yes, very much so. Episode 51, y'all. Um, <laughs> as such, you can talk to me there about all things Dungeons and the Dragons. Uh, I am always available to talk uh and you can find our good good friend omatap who is definitely not in danger uh over oh. at npc underscore a n uh he has not been as active as he might have been in recent times but that is because mike Ergoni is in the midst of moving and my life is nothing but boxes and uh 
latex-based paint at this point. Um, so now you can truly empathize with him. Oh, I could already empathize with him. He is based mostly on my experiences working at 7-Eleven. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, you can find Elliot and myself, uh, at least for the next Saturday, I believe, as of the release of this episode, this upcoming Saturday, is the season finale of Dreadwood Fairy Tales. Uh, Ooh, due to yes. podcast time travel, I'm almost certain about that. Yeah. We did have to push almost. it forward. Yes, we did. it is happening. So, find For out sure. how all of these crazy adventures in the Dreadwood come to their finale uh, over on the Greyhawk channel. You can find all of those uh, videos on their Twitch page. Thank you all so much for listening, watching, however it is you consume this show. As always... The world is chaos, so please be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.